You you remember playing it for me? I, I was gonna say I thought was it you too? I thought everybody was in it the car. It was me. I know for were sure. Were you not in the car? I'd never. Yeah, heard it was when we drove it up was. to your cabin. That's what I thought. Yeah. And you guys are like, no, I've never heard and it. I really like, oh, the... just hear it. Once you hear it, you'll know yeah. that you've heard it. None of you knew it. That no. was a really good song. I'm just a well, dirtbag baby. A really good song. Yeah, it's I liked it. A, it's got '90s vibes. Dire like it's a 2000. Quietus. 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 Uh, Dire Straits, like right there. Wow. No, no. If you like Teenage Dirtbag, comment for Joe to shave his head. <laughs> okay. Welcome to You Won't Hate It, where we talk about life through the lens of pastors at the length of a cigar. I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. I'm Floyd. I'm Joe. All right. What is going on today, boys? Uh, boys? This came up, well, this was a few days ago. Oh, fun. And I liked it a lot. What, what is the, what is it, how does it word? It's, uh, what Guinness World Record would you like to hold? Yeah. Or want oh, to it's hold? a good opening start. Of all the Guinness. Oh, right out of Guinness. So all the ones in the world, here's the realization. Anything is a world record now. Oh, of course. You can no. be like. This is kind of like. As long as it hasn't been done. Yeah, I like clucked record. like a chicken for the longest time anybody has. And it's it's ridiculous. They will do anything. So do you know, your your shoulders would be so on fire if you actually broke the Guinness Book of World Records. Your wings. Do you think closer. you could do it longer than me? No. Thank you. No. So I beat you in a record. You, all righty. So you I, I just. In fact, just now I may have held the record. That's right. It's the First Street Church chicken clucking world record. record. Honestly. Right. There's, it's kind of fun. So we. As a church, which I still way, think we somebody should. Somebody has do. a job at the Guinness Book of World Records to determine somebody or like a thousand people to determine have whether or not you actually break the Guinness Book. Like you have to have a what representative. Do you do today? Well, yes, yeah, somebody I'm, has to come and watch the... you. Right? That's what blows my mind. You so there is a way to get a record without having an official there. Oh, but and I, you have to pay extra to have the official on site, which is yeah. usually like a media publicity stunt. That's actually how they them. get paid. Just so you know, they they, they work by for nine dollars an hour. You might be right. And they go. But out. we still have talked about because we do a 100 person uh, cakewalk yeah. on Halloween every year or for our trunk or treat. Oh, that's right. Don't we, tell people what the record is. They'll do it before us. Oh, no. we are going I, I to break it. those crazy yeah. high. So, bottom line is, if we're going to break the cake, the cakewalk world record, what is an individual world record that you want to hold? And here's the great part again, because my first thought was, okay, let me look through them and find one. Then I went, you literally make one up. Okay. What would you like to be known for? It would be immortalized as your world Most record. Most people saved. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool, dude. Oh. How it's like the most like how would he verify crappy, that yeah. one? Yeah, it'd be the best because the whole time Jesus would be like, um, uh, hello, hey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's been me, not you. Uh, that's a heaven record. <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> the Holy Spirit has that one. It's right. Heaven records would be funny. Uh, yeah. What would be the one? First of all, they're always stupid, right? I mean, usually when you find out about, a, a I mean, Guinness, there's some crazy cool ones. Some, but like. Like jumping the most cars. I'm trying to think of something that you can wrap your mind. Uh, a lot so of holding find, your breath for the longest had, time is pretty shocking. It's like a guy who holds a bunch of coins up on his elbow no. and he catches the most with his hand. It's always stupid stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, hundred percent. That was, that was the ones I always think days. of. How many can is you? that actually in, is that actually a record? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I read that one. The, the one most. Of the, like, I used to read those stupid okay, books. I imagine once it gets elbow. past like two dollars worth, no, five dollars worth of quarters, like it's you can't do it. You can. I've actually done it with four hundred thirteen dollars and pennies. That's, it's it's pretty surprising but to watch. He blew his shoulder out, though. And I don't. Yeah, I'm actually still. Well, it's because all the clucking. All the clucking. Oh, I got mine. It's because I got the clucking record, too. <laughs> I got mine. Uh, world's highest jump. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to jump the highest on the planet. 
More yeah. than you know, it's funny. Those it comes out of something Because I want to be able to dunk. No, I like it. I just want to be able like, to dunk. That's ah, what I'm saying. There are certain records that are so fun. That's mine. That's mine. I want to do that. Fastest punch. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You that know is her. good. Yeah. He already did it. You oh, didn't I see it. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I actually yeah. like that one. Well, have yeah. you seen the, the, it's really dumb. There, it's like punch. the most punches in a I minute. I don't like that one. It's annoying. Yeah, I don't, that one bugs the heck out of me. It's, it's like small. a guy holding up a plate and yeah. another guy is going like, because <laughs> he's doing this. It's, yeah. It's Donnie. And Yen. you're like, that's not punching. It's Donnie Yen and Ip Man. Whenever, Ip Man. Whenever he does those little punches, I'm always like, yeah. who are yeah, those? There are is the, the one. The there is the one actually that is the full. I don't know how they call it, what they call it, but it's it's a fully extended where your elbow has to go straight. That's a whole separate record, which I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad that's a that's a real. I record. I considered the world's like heaviest bench press or something like that, but I thought I don't want to be that guy. The jumping sounds fun. You know, I was probably thinking too realistic of like I couldn't do the. No matter how much I train, I couldn't have the most powerful punch. So I thought, like, maybe the fastest. Be well, I mean, it's, yeah. you have anyone Why you can't want. you have the most powerful yeah, punch? it's the game. You can have have Did you see what's-his-name broke uh, Francis Ngannou's record? Who? The, the, he's a small white guy, and you would be – everybody's like, we don't believe you. He does it off the same pad in the same gym with the same, like, science guys. Wow. And I can't remember That's his what name. Called too, by the way. So, well, there's the sports science. science. Well, the sports Spor- science guys are just called science guys. Science guys. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the Bill same. Nye is a part of them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Nye's part of it. Yeah. And it's it is unbelievable because yeah. who hits harder than him? So Josh, if you could, would you take the hardest punch or the fastest punch? I still like fastest. Okay. Really? Would you do anything? I with prefer that? speed over power. Would you do anything with that? Like, yeah. I'm just curious. Would you I'd go into fighting? Punch people like, if, there's like, if there's like a jerk like going off and like you know like in a bar, I just be like, I just walk by, and no one would see. They take the security cameras. They don't have the cold. frame rate for That's it. Right. Yeah, I like that you think because it's the world's fastest, it's like inhuman. <laughs> like the it's like yeah. <laughs> now it's in a different we, we realm totally of reality. You. No, no, you couldn't see. Dude, you couldn't see me there. Like, dude, dude, it was just kind of a quick punch. Dude, it wasn't nice, <laughs> nice fast punch. But yeah, we, we all watch. We, we can see it. Uh, mine would be like going to because like I all of a sudden can't play in the NBA. What are you gonna do? I'm going to parks and just dunking on people randomly, just being like, "You want to play pickup ball?" Yeah. But I also just, like, like hammering that, dunks on them. But they're stealing and, the ball from you every two because you can't dribble, no, you can't never, run. Don't be alley oops. Yeah. Don't be alley oops all day long. Get away from my eight year old son. <laughs> He's it. learning. That's exactly. it. Exactly. That's all I want to do. Just uh, like this random like goes, want to play some pickup ball? Yeah. And just hammer <laughs> hammer dunks. Like no, now we don't want to. Yeah. All right, Floyd. What do you think? I don't know. I would want to do some fun like your dream? most ice cream eaten. Or... Wow. Oh. We all went very different yeah, directions. It seems fun to me. Like what about the really best ice cream flavor. Fun. Like you come up with the best most that's, popular. That's not that's a subjective. That's not a record. That does, fe- that does most feel popular? subjective. No. No, that's true. That wouldn't be recorded. Most uh, ice cream. Is, is that a something? contest? Is there an ice cream eating? Oh, there yeah, has to be. There's hot dogs. Sponsored by Lactaid. Where your brain just lights on fire and freezes. Can you imagine the brain freeze? How much just curious, you could have picked any food. Do you like ice cream that much? I, I like ice cream a lot, and I don't get to eat much of it. I love oh, you hungry? Are you hungry it, right because now? Because of the gout. I love ice cream. It messes oh, with really? my gout. Yeah. So I cream, can't eat large quantities Never too of ice cream. full for yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's a bummer. Sorry, dude. That, that one sucks. Yeah. All the nooks and cranes. I mean, I don't ever eat ice cream. By the way, is that a new shirt? It is a new shirt. I like it. Linen. Oh, looks good. Is that a Koofandy? It is a Koofandy. Heck yeah, Koofandy. by Koofandy. Hey, look, if you're looking to sponsor a podcast... Two of us on this show wear more of your crap. Floyd just got into it. 
I have like 19 of your shirts. And this is my and, second, Andy, second day in a row I'm wearing a Koof exactly. shirt. Just so we're clear, Andy and Koof both watch this show. So you guys uh, have a good chance at yeah. it. Dude, yeah. they're uh, actually, I guarantee you, is it they Nordstrom's? do not watch this show. No, it's uh, Amazon. Amazon. Dirt cheap Amazon shirts that are awesome. They yes, fit nice super the well. They're fantastic. Amazon, uh, I'm uh, just shocked that it's an eating contest. Like you're the, you're the, I don't know. Is that weird? Am I uh, wrong? No, no, no. I'm weird. shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I yeah, never yeah. picked that. That was, I was uh, more like, than surprising. Like, would you then enter? Would you then enter like eating, like professional eating competitions that you could eat a lot of ice cream? I don't, I don't think so. I think I just want to do it for fun. Like yeah. just do. I just. We still have to How go many the gallons do you think? Once. Just curious. How many uh, gallons do you think you'd have to eat to get to win the world? Don't ruin it. Oh, it's got to be a huge amount. Wait, two, what do you think? Two pints. <laughs> three dipped cones. Yeah. I'd say probably like four to five gallons. I would say yeah, it's got to be one of the five gallon because there's three no gallon tubs. Way. Somebody looked that up when what? I was in college. That I could eat a three gallon tub. Yeah, but that's a speed. City. That's a it's a speed thing too. It's not oh, just. That's true. I was like, oh no, I don't. Star it, I don't Trek, like just in volume. a twenty four hour period or something. Oh yeah, I just, just want to have fun. Just a mass. I don't want it to be work. I just want to have fun on the throne. Just curious, have you ever done like an eating competition anywhere for any reason? I'm sure, like in youth group, we probably did pie eating contests or something like that. Because it gets unfun really fast. I did. I agree. It I, gets unfun. Anytime you do it, like they're terrible. About about halfway through, you're like, this is. Not I volunteered fun. for one at, at high school. It was a Red Robin chicken tenders. You know, eating and so oh, they yeah. had like yeah yeah two hundred boxes of chicken tenders. Well, there was a spot that someone was supposed to fill. And you're like, I'm hungry. And I'm on the field, and I was hungry. Yeah. I'm like, I don't eat fast. So they were pissed off because Did you they really wanted sit me. down and I, just they're like, And they're like, all right, ready, eaters or whatever, and go. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm just eating. Just enjoying <laughs> the just meal. Enjoy Not even close People were so – and the crowd was so upset with me, and I'm yeah. just like – That was in high free, school? I, and then my friends were mad, and I had two boxes of free chicken to walk away with. That's amazing. Did you go to Buchanan? Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? Yeah, Buchanan. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, the, the, there's a couple of really uh, famous. One guy who's pretty big time on YouTube, his channel's grown huge. He's in, like, really good shape, which is always surprising to me that if you eat that uh, much. Kobayashi was like. No, oh, I like it. Keep all the way down. Uh, we don't want you at our level anymore. <laughs> I like you. Kobayashi constantly. was shocking. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. No, he was legit. So this guy, and he's he's not he's not big. He's not, you would never imagine that he's like you know a competitive eater. He does. He travels around and does the like if a restaurant has you doing stuff. I'm trying to lock it now. Like Colorado said, Grill or something. The locking was. I was like I'm like holding myself up. Yeah. Like I'm like just lock the chair. Why is it back so far? Anyway. Uh, and he eats. It is. Because I can eat a lot just as a normal person. I'm not, yes. I'm not like, competitive normal eating. No, yeah, good point. Uh, as, a, as a normal gorilla. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then our buddy Mike Guidry is, like, he can eat more than I can. And it's, I'm always shocked. He's because a bigger gorilla. He's mm-hmm. the only, he really is the, one of the only guys I've known to actually eat more than me. So when we go out to eat, it's hilarious. But the competitive eater, the guys who do it, I'm like... Uh-huh. It's inhuman. They bring a so plate painful. of food that's the size of the table, and I'm like, that's physically impossible. And then the next thing you know, and it's always uh, towards the, the end. No, where, where they're, they, they like, are using the food because like, they have to clean, like, eat it all. So they're, like, wiping it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and I'm always like, it's so gross looking. Have you watched it till the end? Uh, every time. These? I've watched probably 30 of them to the end. I, I don't like yeah. the dipping it in water either. Like the, no, it's the worst. the hot dog contest they dip it in water. To. It's dry. It's bright. I, I get it. It's, that's not, you wouldn't have to dip ice cream in water, buddy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ooh, or would you? What if that was your tactic? 
You take the ice cream and you dip it. You dip it in melt ice cream. Melts, and you just drink a little bit and you're like, I ate the whole scoop. They're like, we freaking watched it melt. <laughs> nope. I did it. Leave me alone. Get out. Uh, I'm I'm going with I I probably the strongest man in the world, but I want to choose my physique. But I, strongest I in what? No. No. You're gross. <laughs> are you saying the, are you saying the strongest overall? You know the strongman competitions? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever qualifies you as the strongest man in the world, he wants that. that. Those look so you fun want to, to me. Do you want to look like one of them? That he gets a to. couple of them. I mean, I Brian do. Shaw. I wouldn't be mad about looking like Brian Shaw. I he would. is a monster. Brian Shaw's the American, right? Yeah, yeah. he's the big dude. Like yeah. he's he's huge. I want to be able to tie my he's shoes. He's got a gut. I'm guessing. Yeah, he's got a. He's you know his wife is very short, so maybe it, she is he the is he the like he's like six eight or six, six, eight, that six eight, and she's like okay. five four. Yeah, I yeah. I like him a lot actually. That's kind of a normal average. Height for women. Yeah. No, five four. She's nah, short. She might be short. It's shorter, but it's not like she's like step Tr- five three. That truthfully, feels, next to him, it, she actually does look. She looks. Weird. I'm just defending it because that's three inches shorter. <laughs> and and because hey, he's so broad, like he's so broad, oh, he's and she's kind of petite. Mm, he is gargantuan. Weird How did they yeah. meet? Like, did he accidentally like step it. on her? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I I would just love to to. I always love the stuff like where they do the stupid things on YouTube where they're like, whoever can pick up this weight, and it's like huge dudes are coming and trying to do it. And then there's there's usually a guy that's kind of normal yeah. who just has the right technique or like – and honestly, he just picks it up or and they're always like – have you seen the grip, the grip dude, strength yeah. ones? I just watched Bodybuilders so versus Farmers. Oh. It was pretty entertaining. Yeah, Farmers win. Wait. Farmers – it was neck and neck for a while because a lot of the competitions you're like it's like bench press, and you go well yeah the bodybuilders farmers are going are like, to be bench press, but then some yoked like out farmer came up and was like no I'm fine and the they he beat him in the bench press wow but the and like the tractor push the bodybuilders won so you're like I thought the some of it was endurance and speed where the lifters are going to win yeah. well because how many times are farmers pushing tractors was, that's what they yeah go get the other tractor and 100% yeah, we're, not, yeah, yeah. we're not doing that but yeah. it really is the that farmers farm definitely it's a practical strength mm-hmm. yeah. that's what i've i've seen it as is that it's country strong or mountain yeah. strength they don't have I the have, strong we got mountain boy friends you know they're they're oh, sure. You have a mountain boyfriend? Is know. there mountain boy friends? You do you want to tell us something? Because <laughs> there was definitely mountain, mountain boyfriends. Mountain boyfriends. <laughs> you got mountain boyfriends. It's, it's, it's That's called, fine. It's called, it's called Brokeback Mountain. That's fine. So we're we're not we're not judgy. You're fine. You know Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I really, I know. I feel like I just can't quit this conversation. But maybe we move on to the rest of it. Oh, I thought you were going to be like. But seriously, you want to eat ice cream no. as your skill? <laughs> it's still shocking. That to me. is shocking. That's the yeah. one that got me. I thought you know all the yeah. rest of us were like, he's like fast punch. He likes to feel cool about it. You're like, I feel cool about lifting. I'm like, I'll feel cool about jumping. He's like, I'm gonna ice cream. I'm gonna eat a lot like of ice cream. A lot of ice cream. It's so I, shocking. I already feel cool. I just yeah. want to do something fun. That's okay. no, you're good. The weird part is, you could just go get some ice cream. <laughs> It hurts me though. Man. But don't you take the pill? I do. I take. <laughs> you know I what take, I mean by the pill? I take right. the pill. <laughs> I do take the pill. Uh, and it's a magic pill. But there is something about the way that the protein and the sugar combine that's in ice cream. It messes with the me. The pill doesn't even matter yeah. with it the ice cream. It matters because I can eat a, a so smaller you, quantity. You can drink milk with it. But let's keep saying the pill and yeah. see what Joe Well, he's on the pill. Allopurinol. Allopurinol. It's magic medicine. It sounds Do you take that every day? I do every morning, yeah. Wow. That would suck not be able to eat ice cream. Do you, you, know take, you know what's funny? Right, I probably don't day? need it anymore. Do you take pills? 
uh, Claritin during this season. But that's oh, it. do you really? Yeah, he just, is a pill? Just during that. Anytime oh, it's different. <laughs> you don't take like a leather conditioner? <laughs> you don't take that. You yeah. wear it. Oh, oh. By you, that is, I'm that sorry. Is topical. You, I thought they topical. had a pill for it now, though. It's topical. <laughs> yeah. Always eating. I can't say anything I want to say. There's, oh, there's so many fun, yeah. so many fun ones. Yep. Uh, uh, I I take Rogaine every day. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunately cool. just coming out in your face. Again, isn't <laughs> it, isn't that a topical thing? Yeah. Oh, is that too? It's isn't not it a rubbing? pill. You're because yeah, you're rubbing it on the wrong places. Maybe like that's a, maybe like that's why. Because I've been isn't taking it. Like foam? Yeah, I've been drinking oh. it, and so like it's really maybe that's what it is. It's, it's like, like a just, foam, isn't it? I, is it? Don't know. I, I mean, like look cream on your sun. Look at me. Does it look like I use Rogaine? Yes. You like you used it once. What's one time? I was gonna say no ice cream. Do you guys have any of us have food allergies? I know that's not an allergy, it's because of gout, but does anybody else have a food allergy? Not that I know of. No. And it doesn't, it's like, great. I, can, I can eat it, but just in very small quantities. So, uh, what, like, is the worst food allergy, just quickly? Lactose intolerant, gluten intolerance. Which ones would just be really difficult? Dairy intolerance? I think, I, I think dairy's rice. up there. Dairy's I, up there uh, with me. To not I have think be- cheese or milk. I'm already like, ooh, that sounds hard on me. I because I eat I eat so much cheese, it's crazy. You know I what? love cheese so we made, much. We made homemade French onion soup last night with. You like, have to have the melted mozzarella. The, we we had it with. Um, they didn't have Gruyere at the store, so I got the mozzarella parmesan and uh, and pepper jack. On Did top. you do the toasted thing? The toasted oh, little the baguette. Yeah, the baguette. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. dude. French onion soup takes like two hours. But anyway, oh, so you I could made not it. imagine. Oh, yeah. you like made it. It was made amazing. It from we watched Ratatouille. It was just the whole night of food. That's actually fun. It was really That's great. That's a good night. Yeah. yeah. But I could you, not imagine you, that without you cheese. You had a few. I had you don't have them anymore. I don't have that anymore. Uh, I, don't, I don't eat that much bread, but the thought that I couldn't eat bread would be pretty hard. Like, well, to not even eat pizza. You're saying or, gluten-free? Uh, yeah, like where it like, makes you like sick. sick. So like, like bread, celiac. Pasta. Yeah. yeah. Not being able did to not, eat pasta. Did that choose it? I don't know. Like, even, like yeah. I'm choosing it, but like, if I want to also have pizza, I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah you're choosing pizza. to have it, but you just had it the other night because right. you wanted some. So, so you're like, yeah. mm. But if all of a sudden you're like, hey, we're having this amazing deep dish pizza you want some, I'm like, I can't. Right. That's rough. Sorry, that Lisa. would be I rough. I know you watch. Sorry. Can honey. you? I'm, I'm empathizing with you. It, it does help that you're like, but I'll, I can just eat the top. I think nut well, allergy. I think nut if allergy. it touches it, yeah. it can't be that bad. It is. Yeah. Can't share the same. Celiacs is that bad. Celiac. Right? Yeah. Lisa can't share yeah. the same peanut butter jar with us because if those crumbs get in there, that's really make you know sick. what though. But that's again, that's what she says. Right. I, I haven't believed her from the start. I, I think at night she goes into the bedroom and has like a. <laughs> Why is she in the bedroom? A lag. <laughs> well, because you're downstairs watching okay. a movie. Okay. She's like, I'll be upstairs here. <laughs> yeah, she just has so a big loaf, loaf of French bread. bread. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's nut allergies. That's what's happening. I do love that. If her one chance to eat gluten, it's a loaf of French bread. Because so many things cake. No, 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 just French bread. No, it's French bread. (laughs) There are foods that have like, they're like, oh, this is packaged where they also process nuts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I can't eat that because I may potentially die. Did you hear? I'm going to bring things down real sharp right now. Sweet. It's good because we haven't really talked about anything yet. No, there is a story that Ashley just told me about that uh, because I had cracked a joke about somebody with like an allergy. And she's like, why are you weird about that? I was like, I said, I'm totally kidding. I don't care. People have allergies. That's totally normal. But it was something like weak. Like I said, something like that. And she said some kids in, in a <laughs> in a school, weak. some kid had a peanut allergy. And the other kids were like teasing him. And they're like, no, you don't. You're oh. faking it. You're faking it. And they rubbed peanut butter in his face to be like, you're fine. You're fine. And he died. And I'm like, 
What do you do? What happens to those kids? I, it, like it's involuntary manslaughter, right? Uh, There's, right. I don't uh, understand. But they're, but they're minors. If they brought the peanuts within the school, it's premeditated murder. Uh, peanut butter. Yeah. That's the thing, though. It kind of is. It's the scare. I was just, I, in my heart, I, obviously, it was just the saddest thing you've ever heard because you're like, and especially if it's your kid, you're like, you just murdered my kid because, and I don't want your kid to go to jail for the rest of life. But also, that's I the do hard want your kid part. Is I'm like, for teasing, that is not that big a deal. Like we did that. We had a buddy who hated mustard, and we squirted mustard in his mouth like one time. Like we grabbed died. him, and it's like, <laughs> that's <also> right. <laughs> but that's the thing. But like it mustard. wasn't an allergy. He just yeah. didn't like it. He thought it was gross. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like to do because I'm sure those and I'm not sure of anything. But chances are those kids were kind of messing around There's like no that. No way they meant anything bad by it. No, and it, well, oh, it just was so frustrating. Especially if it was like a genuinely one of their friend group. Yeah, and if they, he's a kid. They're bullying, different, right? But they certainly exactly. didn't mean for him so to die. Even if they were bullying, no like, chance. There's a they huge difference between being a bully and a yes, murderer. Exactly. So this brings up a good. Uh, this is, is a good segue. We're going to talk about something of is meaning there? here at some point. Uh, of substance. What? Mm. What punishment do you want for people that that do bad things? Very specific. I like this. Yeah. Right on the right death. On the, right on. The Let's nose. try and figure out what. Because here's what I'm trying. To... That aren't pleasant for those <laughs> who do unpleasant things. Hmm. No, yeah. Is the thing How'd you, you not desire? follow my train of thought? It's it's that uh, get that concept. Like, what punishment do you want? For someone who wrongs you. Yeah, that's too broad. Situationally dependent. Because okay. if someone literally just right. takes my food, I want them to be murdered. Yes. Right. Okay, so we're on the same page right. with this Start one. Start there very well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do, okay, do we have to pick a, a specific crime? I think so. Crime. Yeah. If we want to have a conversation about I mean, it's kind of how the law is based. No. <laughs> it's all willy-nilly it's it's up there. <laughs> just killing everybody for anything. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't want to give too specific because you're like. All right, so someone uh, rear ends your car. Right? You had a fender bender. No, hit and run. You got to go a little more malicious. Oh, I like it. Oh, okay. I like it. More okay. I like it. I've had run. hit and run. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a hit and run. I got away. you meant to say, yeah. I was going to say, have you had a hit and run? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. On my old car, I walked out from the bistro and there's just a massive old dent in the right fender. Oh, yeah. Go, I've had one too. No, I've had no. That one. I've never seen it. I've definitely had I it. have done it. I've like hit people and then I left left my card. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> your old card with your wrong information? Have you ever left the wrong number? No. I left the wrong number once. Shame. It, it was before I met Jesus. What do you want from me? I think it's funny. This is funny to me. Actually, it was right before. Wait, Jesus came up to him and was like, hey, you got to hey, stop your ways. That's not cool. Okay? It Other was, stuff's fine. It was actually Jesus' car. He's like, oh. yeah. Wait, weren't you like basically born <laughs> in church? That's how you number. Like, I, well, I guess. I was going to leave that No, alone. no. I, I, not going to talk about that? I've known of the Lord my entire life. I didn't get saved till... Uh, my senior year in high school. So it was, and even after, then, there were a couple after years. you were interning as a youth intern, and before no, okay, Moving no, on. it was uh, I was not working at the church yet. Maybe I was. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so what is the punishment? Well, so for hit and run, hit which, and run. By the way, uh, I went to Westwoods with with our buddy Pat, where uh, and he was working with the men's ministry. And we go to Westwoods, we come out, and on our car, on his truck, note. it said, a note, and it said, hey, pastor, if you're going to hit our car, at least leave a note. And oh. uh, so, at, you know, it was at the time, it was on Fox, so we thought, so we saw him on TV, and I'm like, he's like, I didn't hit anybody's car, because I was with him, like, I don't remember you hitting my car. Anyways, 
years go by, um, we're in small group, and uh, our friends Jessica and Kit go, uh, by the way, we're the ones that left the note. That's pretty funny. We, we had just attended the church for the first time. That's kind of funny. And then we're like in pet bumped our car but apparently he didn't know with his big truck so oh he oh, really he did she said, they said car. yeah they's like he hit our car oh, man. uh and so like he obviously i was with them there's no way he knew because he would have done actually yeah. i met him there i wasn't with him but yeah he's like that's he's like, hilarious yeah he totally would have he doesn't care he doesn't care but that was just kind of funny for that confession and to come out in our yeah, small group that's By hilarious the way, that was us all those years ago i can't believe they came back to church after that well not only that i can't believe you didn't actually just say call something why, why are you waiting that much time somebody who somebody who hit my car and then parked it i would assume they didn't know they hit me yeah because they right away. of course if you knew you hit me you're out like right. you are running fleeing the scene right. well, so well, i would actually approach well, them and be like hey did you know you them. hit me like how did they person. know that yeah. he was the i mean how did he know that he did it I don't remember. That's they, the weirdest part. Long enough ago, this were they isn't a test where they had cameras on. Yeah, them. so they wouldn't have. No. Had and if you're cameras. sitting in the car, get out of the car and go, "Hey, man, you hit yeah, the car." Yeah, there's no see way. it. Like, go up to him, like, "Hey, man." He was a big guy. Pat was a big dude. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's intimidating. Yeah, hmm. he was probably wearing his uh, Lakers tank no, top. No, at the time too. they knew he was part of the church. So oh, they, wow. they weren't intimidated. That's he crazy. was wearing a tank top. Yeah, he always wears a tank top. I love that guy. All right, what's the punishment? What's the punishment? Hit and run. Because here's my real. Here's my thought. If the punishment is simply okay, they got caught. Now pay for the damages and you're fine. That's, I'm already, like, that's already a given. That's the that's given, given though. The the running part aren't shouldn't the the punish shouldn't the punishment be more severe than that? Which I think legally it probably is. I'm just wondering. Well, you have to pay for like emotional damages or inconvenience of time, right? Oh. You know what I mean? Like, cause you I had to go get my car fixed. I can't. I need more emotional damage. How many hit and runs get caught? That's I mean, interesting. I think number now, one. Now that Teslas caught. have cameras, a lot. All right. Well, I, I was shocked at how many, because there's 20 new videos a day of somebody doing a hit and run, either to the Tesla, which is always or funny. Or near it. Or it's or near, near it, it, and they pick yeah. it up. So I'm always like, oh, man. Well, if you're driving a car that isn't that technologically advanced. Okay. I but there was like one in the parking lot. I feel like we're. I feel like this is, since there's already punishment for this one, somebody slaps your kid. Hmm. We need to go with something that doesn't like. Let's you know. go with something that's not technically illegal. I think slapping right. a kid is still illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad news for me. Uh oh. Well, I might be uh -oh. in trouble then. Uh -oh. <laughs> but that one's gonna be hard. Like they can slap your kid, get away. You don't know who they are. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, something yeah. like First that was a little easier to kind of. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's uh, good. Yeah, something more like that. You're at the park. Someone, somebody slaps your kid, and they run off. Like what's the pun? What's Wait, the what if they don't even run off? Like it's like them disciplining your kid. Like like your kid was being loud and Ooh. pushed their kid down the slide. Their slide. Their kids all sensitive about it. Yeah, and then that this is fun. That parent comes up, slaps your kid, and says, "Hey, you don't push people down slides." Yeah. Now remember, this is what you want to do, not yeah. what you. No, no, this is the situation I want. No, no, yeah, that this is, this is getting me going punishment. What's the punishment for this? What's the punishment that you do think? Lord, like, is, how do you want me to punish them? Yeah, um, is correct. In that situation. My kid gets Correct? to slap them back. Ooh. The adult? That's yeah. a straight up eye for an eye. Yeah. My kid gets I to slap them back. The they sit there. Enough. I don't know. I've taught Shepard. I've taught Shepard and Eli some. I think they could wing back and get it. Never like <laughs> Yeah. Shepard's hands are friggin' my size now at 12. He's a Dude, monster. I, yesterday, I was like, I told her, I even said, I'm going to get, dude, you got to stop growing. You're getting too tall. Yeah, like, he's, I think I'd walk up on that person and be like, I forgive you. No, that's not what we're doing. Mm. I, thought, I wasn't trying to say that. Would you? Him, but I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm going to mute your mic. Yes. <laughs> well, this was supposed to be an exercise in what do you want it to be? Yeah, it, it's weird. 
That's a weird one because it, it is because I don't want to be I don't. But there want is to be no. Is it an adult or another kid? No, it's an adult. It seems like super okay. out of place. Where you're like, yeah. what the heck? There's there is no punishment that actually fits that because you're like, okay, I get to slap you. you struck my kid, and I I know like eye for an eye, Old Testament can make sense, even though it was New Testament too. Uh, uh, but I'm also like that. It doesn't really work. It doesn't. It's the problem is revenge doesn't it's exactly. Not no. It's not like it's not you slap, so I get to slap. You're saying if someone slaps your kid, and you're like, I get to slap your kid now. I wouldn't want to though, because I'm not. It makes that me person. more sad to slap the kid. <laughs> no, I don't want to slap. What? <laughs> I'm not slapping the kid. <laughs> that breaks Who my heart. Slap the kid. Oh Josh? my gosh. Okay. Why was you Josh? Okay, congruence doesn't work in that situation. That's bring true. bring your grandma here. <laughs> bring your grandma to the playground. I will slap your grandma. Oh. Where's she at? After That's dinner, sunny. Do. You know what? And since uh, and since you know my kid's a little younger than yours, I also get to kick your dog. Mm. Like, you have to balance it out. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, like, we have to somehow make this even. <laughs> Okay, this, I don't even know. That wasn't saying what I nothing. wanted. This did not work. It was at all. supposed to work. It, it did, did not work. work. What's the, we have a great first part, topic though that I do want to get to. Because we are pastors, we have empathy. Like it's hard to be we like. Do. What? Yeah. Like, I, I, you would. I and what's funny is I'm like I'm sure I would flip out. Yeah. But I really would be like, dude, like what are you doing? Oh, I, like, I, well, I had to remove myself. Your from kid the park did this. Once. I'd be like, did you really? Yeah. What happened? Uh, we were. This thing, it wasn't the adult. We were playing in a park in Wisconsin, and it was like a grandfather with his kid, and I was with Jake. Grand- grandfathers are adults too, by the way. Yeah. No, no. I mean, the person who did the slapping oh, wasn't the adult. And so anyways, and this kid, Jake oh, goes outside, and this yeah. kid just slaps Jake across the face. And I was like, whoa. And the grandpa's like, yeah. It happens. That, that, was, the, that, was, the, that was what got me. I, the kid's slapping another kid. Sure. Like, and it, I was just like, hey, man. And I was like. I'm like, Jake, we need to leave right now because I'm going to go to jail because <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to beat down this old man for not uh, disciplining his kid. That's that was what I was yeah. mad about. Not like, no, this is now where you say, hey, don't slap other kids. Like that simple. I wasn't even looking for a lot. Yeah. My, like, it's funny. Ashley and I talk about it all the time because kids will be I, I went through this process, which I think is hysterical, that before I had kids, I was super judgmental about parenting. And, and I'm like, you do judgmental. it this way. And then I had kids and I'm like super empathetic with everyone. I get how hard this is. Now that my kids are a little older, I'm kind of judgy again because I'm like, but you should do something. So like when kids are screaming in a restaurant, I have a ton of empathy because I'm like, I get it. Sometimes kids have meltdowns and there's nothing you can do except for getting up and walking out with your kid. Yeah. It, it's it's weird to me. Air, airplanes the same way <laughs> there's a door back there. here's a parachute but it's weird and with our church like we let kids be loud we don't have a problem with it adults but there too. are t- adults are worse than the kids there are many times where i go like at some point though take your kid out of the room and they do a good job yeah. a lot of people, most people self self-correct yeah but a lot of people don't and i mean in in public and so there's oh yeah, this, like, yeah. Church, they do oh no that. our church is good uh it's the weirdest thing where you go like it and that's where I'm like, I, I have empathy, but at the same time, it's like, ugh, do something. Yeah. Like, this, this situation isn't out of control. I understand how stressful it is to hear your own kid crying. Yeah. But I also am like, that's rough on other people, too. Yeah. Why do you just, I, I, I don't like that, that vibe that some parents have where it's like a, well, kids cry. And I'm like, that is tough. Yeah, but not right now. That's probably right. how the kid is acting up at home, too. Exactly. And they're probably desperate to hear the, the message we, or be in worship. Oh, he's talking about so in a restaurant. Right restaurant. Oh, yeah. Restaurant. No, restaurant. Or, 
Airplane's another good example. Restaurant, I know. grocery I was just store. thinking, like, if it wasn't church and it, that happens, it's like, yeah, I, I, that's tough. That's a tough place to be. Well, we don't want to stifle his ability to express himself. And it's funny because well, I'm like... He's screaming. I mean, sure. I like that voice. The kid. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that actually, I, was, I, we, I've heard excuses like that. Like, to Mr. We don't... We, we let him cry because... We let him scream because that's the only way he can express himself and we don't want to stifle Well, and that. here's what's interesting. I'm actually... If that's your stance... I'm okay with that. Just take him outside. But in take a public place that's especially like crowded with people, sure. yeah. why not walk out? Like, fine, let your kid cry. That but would, does it have to be in my ear? Right. Why, why can't it be a way over there? Yeah. Like, if it's like, okay, I got to leave church, I'll just pop the live stream on. That That's the benefit I would see with that. Totally. And my thought is, you don't even, you know, it might be something where you pop on the live stream in your car or in the parking lot, like with your phone. Or the sensory room. Or in the sensory room. Where it's like, yeah, because I get it. Sometimes kids, dude, when your kid's teething, there's nothing you can really do. Really, the argument everybody's making is like, can you can you parent while being thoughtful to other people? That's, that's the simple concept. Well, right? because I, and this is just my opinion, I actually think that's how you teach your kid respect in general. Because you're like, hey, as you get older, you learn more and more that there are other people in the world that we're you have to society. pay attention to. We're, we're a, a part of a, of a group of yeah. people. So your previous question was when another parent isn't doing that. <sighs> don't try and find his previous so. question. I don't, I don't remember. Was it. I asking a question? No. I don't even remember. No. no. What, what's the first story? Hey, guys, if you weren't a pastor... We got lost on this Would one. you slap, uh, would you go to church? <laughs> well, I like that Josh wanted to slap their kid. That's his bad. <laughs> I right, slap his kid. Get over here. Um, Floyd's like, get, can't right now. I'm eating ice cream. Well, <laughs> right. too busy. If you weren't a pastor, why would you go to church? Why did you go to church before you were a pastor? Or why do you think people go to church today? This is fun. These are three very big questions. Well, it is, especially when you marked all the way back of why did you go to church before you were a pastor? Because I had to. Well, hmm. we all also had periods in our life where we weren't pastors and we didn't go to Did church. Go to church. Yep. Why didn't you right? put that question in there? Well, no, it's, 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 a, new, it's a new question, Josh. All right. uh, this you is, and this, by the way, this is based on an article where someone was like, why do I go to church? Which had which actually really, really good. The, the article's great, has a lot of great reasons of why they go to uh, church, why people should. But uh, From the top, what are the questions yeah. again so we remember what we're answering? Start, no, Let's do first question. Yeah, yeah. First question: Why would you go to church if you weren't a pastor? Okay. Like right now, today, mm -hmm. this is this is us. So you lose your job, foreshadowing. That's next week. I mean, you slept everybody else's kids. Uh, <laughs> you slap a lot of kids. You're, 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 you're going to lose your, your job. job. And there, there mine. is a point, honestly, if you're on staff at a church, don't eat that much ice cream. You're going to get fired. Yeah, there's I'm also sure. there's a lot of things. So, so. oh. Uh, and bragging that you can jump higher than everyone else is also going to get people are just going to get tired. At some of point, it. people are going to get mad. Like, yeah, Pastor yeah, yeah, with yeah. the fastest punch. Get old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not useful. Not useful. It'd be fun to watch the two of you at the same time, or all three of all four of us. <laughs> yeah. He's just shoveling ice cream in his face. You're just quickly punching in the air. Joe's jumping. As, I'm lifting crap that shouldn't be able. To, it's just ridiculous. It's a big freak show. That's great. Uh, okay, so you're not a pastor. Why do you still go to church? Yeah, why would you? Why would you personally? Like, why would you go to church if you weren't a pastor right now? What do you guys think, Josh? What are you feeling? Uh, I, when I am outside community, I will I easily isolate. Yeah. So, and that's not healthy for me mentally or spiritually. Yeah. That's how I in the season that I was away from mm -hmm. church because I was living life, self will run riot as we call it. So, mm -hmm. uh, and it would also the also Who's the you know, we that call it that. Uh, people in recovery. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. It is a recovery thing. I never heard that before. Yeah, me neither. Uh, self will run riot. There's a chapter about being self will being a tornado. run riot. It was it's self will run riot or swerve. Yeah, that's swerve. That's swerve is what. Self-will. Oh, swerve. Self will run riot. That's a, that's actually a good one. Mm-hmm. Self will run riot. Yeah. Okay. It's a good okay. saying. How about you, uh, Floyd? Yeah. The the last time that I was out of church for a long period of time. Um, so great. I did not have. Say. That also wasn't the <laughs> yeah. question. So free. Well, no, I'm saying this is, leads to the question. I didn't have the same experience that like you guys did, where you were able to maintain your relationship with God. Well, oh, right. Yeah. I, I pushed the church away and because and, and maybe it would be different now, but because my identity was so tied to my position at the church. I would hope it would be different. Yeah, though. I would think so. Yeah, you're not the same guy. I'm not the same but guy. But why? So his was community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would healthy or unhealthy? Why? What's a, what's a reason for you to go to church outside community? Because it's already been taken. You can't repeat the, the oh. answer. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. It's a one-time deal. A it's lot of kids. Because we I all say community now. Because I get goofy and after a, an extended... Gorsh. <laughs> 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 well done. And after after too long being away from, from church, I begin to push God away as well. Or at least I did last time. And I don't know that it would be that way this time. Yeah. But I'm also not willing to run the risk to find out. So you think, and again, this isn't, I'm not, anyway. Yeah, you are, because you're uh, an eight, and we get it. Go ahead. You think that if you stopped working at a church, that you would push God away? Not working you're at a church, necessarily, but attending, one. attending a church. If I stopped oh. attending a church. Okay. And, I, and I don't know that I would at this stage That's of my life. Worse. I doubt it. I, I can't imagine I that I would, would at this stage of my life, but Josh already took community. Yeah, so. I mean, you already have it. You got SoulCon, you got your family. It's, mm-hmm. You have, you already have that. Yeah. Outside of church. Yeah. So and this is where we also tell you you're fired. So yeah. you're about to experience this whole podcast has been set up. Yeah. For the last two years, actually, we got we came to this awesome. decision two years ago. Yes. So excited. That's it's the crazy. Part. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's taking a long time. You slapped you're Ryan's so kid. We've yeah. Been, there's a line it's somewhere. It's all back here. Uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, I, I know we said, but I love I love the idea of community. I really do. I like going to I like church community. Um, different vibes. I love live worship. There you go. That's a new love one. Love live worship. I really do. That's and actually even just. But do you love all live worship? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, and even preaching. Like even though, like I just like the energy of like being in a place where like something's happening. Somebody's preaching. Somebody's singing. Like I, I dig that. Uh, like when people would go to like live sporting events or live music events, I enjoy the mm-hmm. live event at church. Uh-huh. I think it's pretty cool. I also love serving. Like I just, even if I okay, wasn't working about, for a church. About taking mine. Because you, you had one. You sorry. can only do one. No, no you can't say it. No, <laughs> I can't. No, I got to find a new no, one. Like, yeah. That's my problem. Uh, because there really is something like, it is an easy way to plug in and be like, I want to, I don't want to just attend a church. Yeah. I want to contribute. So if I'm like, no, you can't get a job. And I'm like, I'd still serve. I'm like, what can I do? So here's the tough part. Every one of those things can be done outside of church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's a, there's a. Uh, Are you trying to get a secular? Well, no, I think it's important to think through these things for any Christian, especially one who's devoted to going to church or one who has left the church. Yeah. Why do we really like what is really the purpose? If we really lay this out. Well, yeah, we're going purpose, but yes, you're saying why would I go? There's a secular, there's a secular, there are secular churches that are popping up. Right. Uh, Four episodes ago. Yeah, right. That we talked about. That people are going to, to church. Yeah, a non-religious church. What you're really asking is why invest in those areas, right? We just said things that you could do everywhere. Just said why that, and and it really goes back to the idea of which I think is kind of the unspoken for 
we weren't we weren't arguing that uh, you know the importance of church, but why we would go. It's the uh, it's the kingdom investment. Like I'm investing in something that's changing people's eternity. So for me, it's that's why that specific place. Like yeah. if I can serve at the coffee bar at yeah. church yeah, yeah. and give somebody a good experience, and so they can connect with God. That's like 100% that. why I'm in. I like to serve at the coffee there, bar. There's something unique about the where two or more are gathered mm-hmm. concept. And that's different. As much as I, I tried to pretend for years that it wasn't different, there is something different about the organization of a, of a church. I met you not going to church. Did you? Is that what we met? Yep. Yeah. You, you were like, because at First Baptist, you were working for Christians in Action. That's right. And I go, where do you go to church? You're like, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you should come to our church. You're like, no, I don't. I'm good. I don't go to church. Yeah. I... I yeah, that's an interesting thing, and I think for years I argued that like I can get I can get everything that you say the church offers. I can get on my own. I have really great friends. I can have a Bible study at my house. I study the Scripture. I'm close to God. I can listen to sermons online. I can online. listen I can to, to worship online. Listen to worship and sermons, and I don't I don't need to make that distinction of it being live. Like I had told myself all those things. How often do you listen to worship? Actually, pretty often now. Really? Yeah, th- that's a change in the last month, probably. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's a brand new thing. That's fun. Um, I I also, some songs are like Mumford and Sons, mm-hmm. where it's like, but oh, they're, no. they're, they're, they're even, totally worse. There's worshipful. musical yeah. taste to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, this is too bubblegummy pop to yeah. me. And then there's other ones yeah, where yeah. like, oh, this is good. Not, like and this. it's funny because not all worship songs are that worshipful to me. Mm-hmm. And not all, no, and agree. again, you know, the secular sacred thing with me, I was just like, to me, I can listen to a lot of stuff and have it be worshipful. It's taste in music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that shift of when I think I realize, like, I still believe you can get all those things outside of church. Sure. But I would argue from experience, anecdotally, you are getting a much lesser version of those things. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I realized mm. is I'm like, that sermon I heard online which here's the crazy part. Like I was listening to the best guys in the world and I'm like, that's a better sermon than the one of the, this church that I went to. But that sermon that I heard online quality wise is better. But this one that I heard live actually spoke to me because sure. I think God gave that pastor the message for this congregation. Yep. And it's like, that's super unique. And then you open in what you said, the two or more gathered. So you're a part yeah, of that man. That like, the spirit moving, while I think the spirit moves all the time, there is something so unique and special and different about mm-hmm. actually being in a in a congregation that you're like, I already know this place is flawed. These people are broken. They're not perfect. They might have screwed up theology. Some of their doctrine is off in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like all that sure. stuff. And I go, and it's still better to have the discipline mm-hmm. of getting up in the morning, like getting dressed going to church and opening yourself up to even just being kind to people and receiving kindness well, from people. It's, we, it's rare. We had the conversation yesterday in the, in these, uh, forge devotional that you, you because you can do all those things and we're, we're just studying the Bible together. We're just going yeah. through a, a book on spiritual yeah. disciplines and studying it's the Bible together for a church group, but doing, doing that in like, we could all do that at home, but doing that together and having the engagement for a solid year and, and a half, right. you know, True. Yeah, and I would, I would, uh, I would love to find somebody who said that year and a half was better. Well, I was going to say that's. It's Come interesting on. that there, no. there are probably people who, the the Lord found them in that. Time, oh, for sure. You know. Oh, and judge but them. then I don't think you can stop the Holy but Spirit. But then there's the more. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, I think the important part about the that keeps popping up is in his name. You know, two or more gathered in his name. I depends who I have community with that will feed me spiritually. You know, there's good. It's that's the important part, and I think that's why it what is. I why for me community was the important part at first because, and I used to be staunch on it. I used to be. Um, because of my upbringing, it was like, you have to surround yourself with only Christian friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, the, over time, and because of the path that I've been in in the past few years. Those Christian friends realize the, you are a bad influence. Yeah. That's no, I, I was. Um, but it's not, like something we mentioned a few episodes ago, we're talking about like our identities. And Floyd was talking about his identity in Christ. And you were saying, oh, so you found it. So you're mm. there. Yeah. He goes, no, it's a process. So I'm still seeking it. Same thing with forged. They're studying. It's not like they're studied. Right. Like I'm, right, right I only right. gather yeah. people who are in his name and know it and feel it, you know, completely. Yeah, sure. So I think part of that is it isn't like I have to gather with people who who are religious or are mm-hmm. always in the word and always and know everything. You know, it's like it'd be nice to be just with people who are seeking more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So seeking, I do think, is beautiful. Um, and I think... Most likely, I think a good congregation of people have that vibe, mm-hmm. even if it's like, no, they're super mature Christians. They've known the right. Lord for a long time. I think for most people that I meet that the older they get, that they the more they open themselves up to, yeah. oh, there's a lot of stuff I don't understand. So I'm still seeking. Mm-hmm. They can learn from, you know, our church being multi-generational is super fun because it's older people learning from younger people, younger people learning from older people. Um, and I think there's something really profound about that. Yeah. Uh, I do think the key, though, you're right. In Jesus's name is an interesting, I think I lied to myself for a long time. And that being like, no, I went to lunch with all these Christian friends and we had some great conversation and we mm-hmm. even talked about God. Mm-hmm. That's like church for me. I hear people all the time say like, the golf course is my church. This is my church. Or and even I'm Holy Smoke, like, even the Bible says. Holy right. Smoke. It's not, it's not, yep, yep, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Holy Smoke's a great example. Like, and we tell them all the time, it's not church. It's not. First of all, it's only for men. Exactly. That alone is like, exactly. that's not church. You don't yeah. think it is? Ecclesia of the Holy Smoke. Uh, no, so? I don't think so. Because the idea behind church is, is literally it's a representation of who's going to be in heaven. And so if you're limiting it to gender, you're already like, you can't okay. bring your kids there. You can't bring your wife there. Yeah. Like, it's I not think the, you can argue that it's like. A, a, it's like a sub. It's like a subcategory of church for sure. Yeah, it's a parachurch organization. I think sure. you could argue it's a it's a Bible study. It's a ministry. Yeah. A ministry. Yeah. I mean, it's called Holy Smoke Bible Study. I'm yeah. trying to th- I was trying to make it a church. I don't know if you can again yeah. for the only reason because I don't think you need music. They don't. Right. You know, they no. don't, we don't do worship. So, but it's like I don't. We're going to be doing worship that. for a long time. So, yeah. I don't think you need. I think that, that, but yeah. I think the the minute the you segregate yeah. it all, yeah, I don't think it's. I'm uh, sure. I think the I missional think element of like a subculture in a community is also very interesting. Like you go there and you're like, "Whoa, we're focused on Jesus, and we want to minister to this." Whatever you know, every congregation you go into has this like interesting subculture yeah, you're right. that's that cool. has kind of like, and that's you're kind of almost finding like a missional focus when you go visit churches. Like mm-hmm. these are my people; they're talking about the things I want to do. Right? It's a really Outreach. interesting where you get to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I also think is very interesting. I think all, all of us want to be a part of something. And I do think there is, you, when you find that right church, like, okay, I'm not embarrassed of this, which sounds funny. No, that's you real. Know, like, I'm not embarrassed yeah. of this, what they're going after, how they talk about Jesus, how they talk about the world, how they talk about politics, all those things. Like, that really resonates with me, and I want to be a part of it. I wonder how many people are embarrassed to go to our church. 
I wonder if there's a few. There's got to be a few. The older we get, not that you're as old as me, but the older we get, the younger, you know, that that divide. Yeah. I always wonder, like, if the, when people have, like, their 16-year-olds sit in a congregation, I wonder if they think, I want to invite a friend to this. We have, We've had that. We have way more young people in our church than I thought, than I think we probably should. One of them got like, the logo tattooed. That sit, that sit in the congregation that and sit not in our group. service. Yeah, they don't go, like, that's awesome to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think also the older we get, the more uh, normal we get. Yeah. We're not as goofy. Sure. We're not as it, – it, it's because it really is like a – you just get to a place of – I just want to teach the word. It used to be worse. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. <laughs> but there is the references. I do think, too, the older we get, the gap between the references. Uh, like when I first went into ministry, like I could actually – what I was going through in my 30s wasn't that far off from what kids were experiencing in their teens. But don't they, what is it, 10 years? Yeah, it's something like Left that. Left right, to, you can pretty much Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. even if we're saying things that uh, we'll just say 16-year-olds you know, know about, it's not that they don't know about it. Yeah. But if they were up there preaching to other 16-year-olds, yeah. their reference points would be so much different. And also a big difference that I, I notice all the time is if I say something to a 16-year-old, that's exactly what they would say. It sounds way different coming yeah. from a 45-year-old. Yes. Like, because I remember that. I remember older people trying to use lingo that we would use. Like, if Are you're you using verbiage. TikTok? Yeah, you're like, yeah, Jesus loves you. No cap. And it, and it doesn't work. Like, it genuinely, like. It's, we realize they don't really know what they're talking about. Me too. So, if I were to reference where you, you watch more YouTube. But if I was just be like, oh, you mean, like, this YouTuber. And they'd be like. You just saying that name because you saw exactly. it. Like, There's it came, some, there is a like disconnect. You don't, yeah. If you wanted to get me, like you know this YouTuber, you would have said X Y Z. Right. You would have quoted. You'd have known you're an insider on right. it. Yeah. And right. we remember that as a kid when people say like, yeah. they're like, oh, this is like, well, you know, it's kind of like Mandalorian. Like this. this is the way. Like if you this say this is the way, way people like, and they you say, it. yeah, like right. Jesus's way. Like what do you mean? Like, right. Oh, you That's know. the. I actually think that is the. It's probably the the thing we do best. Is that we don't try. No. I, we're not, I, I never try <laughs> no, to talk great, to no, no, that's, you. Are every, that. that's literally our church vision. <laughs> yeah. We don't try. Zero effort. Yeah. Zero effort. Zero effort. Was, that's actually another good podcast. When now. I was preaching at that. Zero, zero effort is a great podcast. When I, was at, when I was preaching at yeah, Brock Harbor yesterday, I talked about going to college and having a VHS in my What's little a VHS? TV, my 13-inch yeah. TV. And I realized, I'm like, there's a lot. Of, I go, it's like Netflix, but not. That's what VHS is. Did you say that? Yes. <laughs> it's like Netflix, but not. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think the it's the, we're just, it, I think that's the key to life, though, is just be totally authentic, be yourself, like pretenses aside. Yeah, I because I, I don't know that people care as much if they understand every reference as they do about you being genuinely who you are. And about you preaching the word. And because that's yeah. If you, if you just teach the word, like you didn't yep. have any clever references. Yep. Right. That's it's and your heart's right. And you're yeah. like, I I love, and here's what I know about God's word. I mean, here's our our culture, you. yeah, our love. culture does put a lot of emphasis on think preaching. About the, think about the think about the uh, gifts of the spirit. You don't have to be like like generationally relevant to be able to teach love, joy. Absolutely. Peace. Like people are like, no, I, I, those, I Kindness, relate goodness, to. Kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Yes. I just feel like I was, that list I set always, it up for you. I feel self, like that list I know always has to be Self-control being key. Yeah. Notice it's, self-control is last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a good reason. Best yeah. for last. What's the, what's the, <laughs> what's the second question on this thing? Uh, uh, second I, question I, here is, 
Why did you go to church before you were a pastor? Okay. Why and when? You know, expand on it. I think we didn't. We kind of mentioned, like, we, we went as kids. I went as a kid, and, I, yeah. and then, I, and then I, I went from being a teenager to being in ministry. Yeah. And then yeah. as soon as I left ministry, same. I left church. Same here. I, uh, I did this. Yeah. I did the same thing, really, where it's like my, my time not going to church was when I wasn't vocationally involved in a mm -hmm, church. Mm -hmm. And even working in a church, uh, when I did, for a long time, I still didn't think it was that important. It was a fun job for yeah. me. I loved it. I felt called to it. But I wouldn't, I don't think I would have been able to articulate well back then why people should go. And it, I would say it's not till probably two-ish years ago, which sounds terrible. Mm. But two-ish years ago is probably when I went, this is way more important than I've ever given it credit for. Mm. I, I just think the local expression, a body of believers, I, I think for a, a while I was doing a lot of things out of rote memorization and necessity. And mm. it was just, this is what you do. I was brought up this way. I see the benefits, but I also, you know, whatever, they're not that big. And I would say it was a couple of years ago that I went, wait a minute. I think our, I think our society is in trouble without the local church. Mm -hmm. And I mean like, yeah. like bad, horrific. I think we go down a terrible path as a society. Even if you're an atheist, right. you should be fighting for the local church to stay in yeah. existence because it, it staves off some things in, within a society that you just, yeah. you need protection from. And I think the local church is your, our best defense. Yeah. So do you think I, that I think COVID influenced that for you? Like the inability yes. to get together I actually for do. a year yeah. and a half? I think that's one. Yeah. I think that I think that was a big because I miss it. I, I I was goofy with COVID. I loved that time Gosh. of not really being able to leave my house. I love my house. I had all these projects. I worked a lot. We'd wake up and we'd meet together on Zoom and talk, and it was like well, then now there's nothing else to do because you can't do anything. You can't meet with people, which is the primarily main part of our job. And so part of our life, I got to do a lot more. And I really did love that. And I still love that idea. Mm. But I'm like, I would give that up in a heartbeat for the ability to do ministry the way that we do. Meet and with I've people. seen so many people not come back to church yeah. and not be good for them. That's the crazy part. That's huge. They've not come back to church, and it's not like we keep check in on them. Like things are good. And can you they'll think of tell you. They will one? tell you how terrible. I had a guy. Yes, I had a guy this Sunday come up to me afterwards and just start chatting. He's an awesome guy, and it's like the difference between him in and out of church. He'll tell you is a stark difference. Yep. It, just and it's hard. And it, he even says. Man, it's tough to get up in the morning and get the kids ready and come to church and sure. you're trying to juggle all this stuff. Yeah. And that sacrifice is worth it because something changes in him when he sits with other believers. Hmm. So it's just different. So mine was different than you guys growing up because I obviously didn't grow up in church. So I'd go to church here or there, different neighbors and people would bring in from school. You'd spend the night yeah. at somebody's house, you go to church with them. So that was all that. When I got saved, I went to church because it was almost like the... Peter saying, Jesus, to whom shall we go? Yeah. You have the words of eternal life. Like, where will we go? And that's how I felt. I'm like, I'm going to church because I really want to know Jesus more. I want to I want to be different. I want to change. Like, And it seemed like the place to learn more about the Bible, to meet other believers. Like, So for me, I looked for, I tried to go to church as much as possible. Um, so it was just, I was hungry. 
and it was the place where I knew, and, and I liked my church, so it was the place I knew where I could um, be fed. It's interesting because I think you had a healthy humility since you knew nothing. I knew nothing. So you're like, I want to go to church because I don't know anything, so this is where I can go to learn. Mm. I think our problem was that we had an unhealthy sense of arrogance growing up in the church. Right. I already know. Whatever you're preaching on, I've heard it 16 times. <laughs> I don't need to hear another message. So you start to think if that's all there is, yeah. then you get a little bit haughty and arrogant because you're like, dude, I've heard this sermon. You're preaching on, oh, the Sermon on the Mount again? Great. Like, I've heard that sermon a thousand times. So you seriously, you just kind of, you, you fool yourself into thinking there's nothing new for you to hear. And so I think just that lesson in and of itself to stay humble. I don't care how long you've been in church. Yeah. There could be something new for you. Is, that, is huge. that was me in college. So I'm going to get a Bible degree and we have chapel multiple times a week. I'm learning from like at our university as like the people they're quoting at church are writing the books that we're studying right, from. You right. know what I mean? And I was just, I just, and are your professors, like yeah. your professors were baller. Yeah, yeah. So like I didn't even want to go to church when I was there, but it was funny. Cause I remember, cause I was like, well, I was in college is like, what do I want church for? Cause people go there for community. Like on top of like, that's the one thing I'd be missing. Right. I'm missing yeah. community. I'm like, I live on a Christian college campus. It's, I've got totally. community coming out of my ears. Yeah, probably too much. Like yes. get away from me. But I will say the moment uh, college was done, I longed to be in church. Yeah. I was like, that did miss that community part. Yeah. Did you become a pastor right after college? I became a YFC. You were director. YFC. And yeah. so in college, you went YFC. Then what? Uh, then I was, then he, yes. Uh, <laughs> just in the band. Yeah. He was just the... uh, so don't hurt your shoulder. So I got to finish it. You got to finish uh, it. So uh, then I worked for, I was a youth pastor. So I went from YFC to youth. So pastor. you went straight. Yep. So, so youth for Christ. You've been youth in full-time ministry since 1999. Never, never took break. Never yeah. stopped. Full-time wow. since 99. Yeah. When yeah, you were yeah. 30 years old. 25. Wow. I was 28. I was close. Oh. Yeah. I graduated college at 27. Yeah. <laughs> I went to college late. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah, I went to college late. So. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. It's hard to think 25 years of full-time ministry, and I've been a lead pastor since, shoot, that was not that, 03. So going on 20. Oh, three? 20 years. Hmm. 21 years. 21. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. That's yeah, kind of that's just crazy. nuts to think that. We agree. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Nobody should have. The nice part is nobody would hire me, so I just mostly plant churches. That so, is true. You know, can't and get then, a job. And then just tank them. That's plant me. it, tank uh, it. That's drive the goal. Down yeah, yeah. We're on our way down. Uh, what was the question? Uh, what did you do? Uh, why did you go to church before you were a pastor? Yeah, I wanted to hear you. Because you um, especially... Or did you? Because you you showed up to lead or showed up to play in Yeah, bands. think about that, that, that was, era. After you were sober and then we meet. Well, you. yeah. So I yeah. – because the church I experienced before that was basically Lutheran church. And I might have like in my teens been – went visited another church with my buddy or two, you know. And uh, when I got sober, I met a guy, uh, Bob mm -hmm. Schultz. Rob Bob Slob. Rob Bob Slob. Man. He uh, – he, I don't remember how or when he heard me playing or singing. And he said, hey, would you... But he invited me to sing for the group he was leading at the time, the Restoring Freedom group. And then he introduced me to you guys. It was uh, you, Eddie Kenny, Donald's. and him, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were like, hey, they want to they yeah, meet with you. I didn't realize... We saw a video a, of him playing on a phone. I was going to say, because I brought you, that up on yesterday's story. And you Christian. showed me. You brought... I remember because Rob Bob... Played it for you. <clears throat> we were hanging out having cigars at LTD one day, and you brought it up to me because you were like, dude, you got to hear this kid. Because yeah. you were yeah. young. 
I was, I was. Yeah. And uh, so he basically, I think he invited me to Joe's church because that's where he was holding his group. Encounter, yeah. Yeah, yeah encounter. he was going there too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then I met Chaz and it kind of, I I know that I had church hopped before then. Yeah. And it was mainly to, it was focused on the music part. I wasn't doing it to get closer to God. I was doing it to hone my skills. It was so purely for me. Selfish. When you say church hop, you were playing in different bands or you were going to the other church? I was going to other churches and I played Including in a couple. Your church. I went to you your said. church once. I played Play with Elisa church. one time. Yeah, I remember he played with yeah. Elisa. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And, uh, I, and that didn't work out. So, but uh, you never, did you ever just go to a church? No. No, that's what I, I was. That's what I was saying. I didn't. I wasn't going yeah. for the community or right. serving or seeking you God went to, play. to be closer. I always had the Lord in my heart in some way because he, he saved my life. Um, but there wasn't that much of a relationship there that pushed me to to attend. Mm -hmm. So it really was what can I get out of this for me? It wasn't what can I get out of this? You know, before this, mm -hmm. before First Street. Did you ever go to a church just to go? Be, so after Lutheran, you know what? Before First Street, um, I was serving at Valley Friends, and then no, I ended up I would work on Sundays. So, so I, you I, never I, had like a home church after the Lutheran days, yeah. To First Street, that's super interesting. I, we made I it, guess I called we Valley hire Friends. well. I guess yeah. we called Valley Friends. I, I could have called Valley Friends that you totally did. I was there for the longest time. Yeah. I just am realizing it's so interesting that yeah. you have never had that like. I'm just going to be a part of a church. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm in a very similar boat, honest with you. If I'm not leading in some way, I haven't really found a home church outside of right. my leadership. Yeah. But like the serving gift that I want to, you know, that. So it's kind of an interesting, like, yeah, it's like, am I, it's am I that selfish of a person? Yeah, looking it's back, I'm like, geez. Yes. Like someone like, it yes. happens all the time. You end up, uh, <laughs> somebody you let go from the job at church, right? You could just say it was financially, you know, no yeah. other reason. Like you mm -hmm. just say, we, they're great. We love them, but financially we can't afford them. You going to stick around and keep going to church here? They're like, no. Of course not. No, I'm not. No. Or like when you're applying for a job, so you're applying to be a, a, a pastor at a church. Like, yeah. why don't you come and attend for a while? And you're like, no. No. This yeah. is... It's like, yeah, I'll be it's honest. weird because we have a call on top of... Sure. There attending. is something different there. I do... I know a number of guys, and I it, it always it's like I'm always surprised by it, even though I don't think it's that weird. That were lead pastors of a church or leading high up in a church, and for whatever reason they stop, and then they they f see the importance of it, and then they just find a church they enjoy, and they just go and attend. And I think I'm that's like, a sign of a good leader. Oh, I think it's amazing. Someone who can. Follow. I always think that if we had people like that in our church, I'm like, oh do something right. like if you were a lead pastor, not that that's a, there's a hierarchy, but it's like, if you're a lead pastor, you understand kind of all the ins and outs of a church. I actually think a great example of that is judge. He wasn't a pastor, but he's been judging most of his he life. He still is so judging. And and so, he's the yeah. judgiest yeah. person. Not more than Tegan. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's a certified. She's man. Yeah. She's yeah. a certified judge. Yeah. I just uh, think that's do you want to, do you want to pause this episode for me to go pee or nope. do you just want me nope. to go pee? I'll just, nope. I'll just, I'll just do it bring it up. We're just, we're going to keep both through. Wanna, I just want What do we got? You can't pee. Stay here. I'm going to pee right now. You, I got a you, catheter in, but I got to take it out. You, I can't believe it. That bad. Actually. I got to go so bad. What's For funny? Real? He's the one that asked if anybody had to pee. He's the one if anybody needed to go. And chances are he didn't need to go. That's what's funny. You must suck to get old. Uh, 
Topic two on there is yeah. one that I really did, and just for just so that I know we can get to it because I thought it was really good. They have some great ditching Sunday service reasons, and this was what's the name of it? What's it say on there? Um, Eighteen reasons people are ditching Sunday service. So this has come up. I feel like this is the third time we've talked about it in the podcast, mm-hmm. but there are i think it's relevant these 18 reasons i thought were really good and i think the way they worded them was kind of witty like, good, I like, like you agree with them like you can uh, see it well i agree shoot that's that i think is the scary part is yeah. that i i have worked uh hard in my life to to always have a foot in normalcy i cuz i i grew up in mega churches so mm. i i'm not the normal like oh yeah i know people who work in a church Everyone I've known who worked in churches are full-time, and they're at mega churches making as much, if not more, money than their congregations. Like, they're, they're ballers. And so when I became a lead pastor, I always wanted to keep a foot in normal vocation. Not that there's a holy or unholy. It was just that I liked having, uh, which is why the woodworking and blacksmithing, I still meet with people and sit with them, and I talk about money, and I talk about, like, your design of this project. I'm not necessarily witnessing every five seconds. No, you know, I'm I, like, I agree. I'm just same way you play music yeah. in different places. I love that connection with, be, and in a bad way. So I think some of it's good, but I think in a bad way, if you only work vocationally in a church, it you start to think differently. You you become a little detached from the world. And again, I might be wrong in this. Mm-hmm. I just feel like what I have seen is for years. All those guys who did that all had moral failures and stuff happened. And I, I'm like, man, I, I like the idea of staying in a, a nor- just a normal piece of vocation. We all do that, which I think is actually really fun. Like we all have something outside of vocational ministry. Joe's an author and a yeah. radio host and you play music. Floyd teaches. I mess with stuff. Yeah. Um, Woodworker, iron worker. And so with all that, I'm like. I, I YouTube li- famous woodworker. <laughs> I like all that, and so then I and I hear these, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I not that I agree that that's why you should stop going to church, but it seems so like obvious, like yeah, because yeah, I'm not in well, a I think, bubble. I think your foot in your foot in the normalcy allows you to understand these points. Yeah, I yeah. actually like that. So I wanted to go through these because I wanted to talk through all right, their validity and kind of our response to them. 18 reasons people are ditching Sunday service. It's a theme going I like on the idea today. of ditching it. It's fun. I do too. Like, the, the whole article is they've worded. been attending yeah. and they're ditching. The whole article is actually worded very well. Somebody wrote it. First one is rolling in religious riches. Okay. And, uh, what do they mean? Strolled into a religious place and momentarily thought you walked into a billionaire's mansion by mistake. Uh, too much luxury can distract from the spiritual journey, making it feel like we're on a trip to Monaco instead. We don't have that problem here. We so don't. We do not have that problem here. However. Have you ever heard anybody complain about that? Yes. Because of. I mean, give, me, I, give me a help This me. may be a different one because I know there's one in the. It, there's another one in this article uh, that is dealing with the building. That the building is too opulent. That they've basically they've spent more on the building oh. than they have on any ministry. See, for me, be more the individuals. Okay. So also, yes, I think there is a, and that's the hard part, right? That that you want to be most of the time you want to be with people that are like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you are the upper wealthy class, you're you're probably you just, not you just walk going into any of the five mega churches we have. Hundred percent. 
and like inviting any of those, even their friend, uh -huh. to our smaller church. It's mm -hmm. only six thousand. Um, this invite to our smaller church, and they're like, no. And I, I would never say this to them. Yeah. But I'm like, right, because in your mind, you live at this upper echelon yeah. of the economic status, yeah. and that church represents that. Yes. And it's almost out of place for you. So we have people who are more wealthy, and they come. I'm almost like proud of them. Mm -hmm. They're like, that is not the reason I'm going to a church or you not. Know, there, yeah, because yeah, the flip side to that is I've had musicians who have served and they haven't played again. But I know that they're playing uh, in at places they get paid. At places they get paid or at other churches that are larger. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I understand. Bigger, yeah. bigger audience for them to play. Yeah. Uh, for whatever it's reasons. Interesting. It's interesting, yeah. yeah I, it, I don't think I've ever heard anybody complain about that the building's too nice. I have heard somebody... Well, not here they have it. No. Uh, but we all went to mega churches <laughs> yeah. at some point. So, I, you know, when I was at Willow for years, I never heard anybody complain about it. Mostly people were taken with it. Uh, but the one place I did hear a complaint was at um, in Irvine, and they used to hold the Catalyst. I don't know if they still That hold. is uh, Mariners. Mariners. Mm, and yeah. they had a skate park out front. Yep. And I heard people make some snide remarks about that. And I thought. Skate? What? That, I thought to me, I'm like, wow. You know, my church had three basketball courts, and we had the largest ministry mm -hmm. in, in of people who don't go to church uh, went to the basketball ministry. Yep. So, like, the largest outside of Willow, which is 20,000 people, the largest amount of pure concentrated people who don't go to church went to our basketball ministry. I'm like, that's a good investment. Like, the skate park is, like, we're trying to welcome kids from the community. It's Southern yep. California yep. to come be on campus and feel comfortable. I'm like, that to me makes the most sense. If you've got money— Totally. And you're like, we can build something like that? I'm like, that's brilliant. The hard part, so I was really good. For, I, I, was, I knew a guy that was, <laughs> I almost lied. I knew a guy that worked at Mariners who uh, told us kind of the inner workings. They were massively in debt. Like it was I know this story. Uh, insane. Yep. And so he even working there was very much like, a, dude, this is wrong. Like yeah. we have... We're doing something that he kind of viewed as unbiblical by taking on that much debt. Like being poor stewards. Um, yeah. They're and kicking the can down the road was the concept. Uh -huh. mm. They're basically believing in faith. That's like when I heard them talk about it. So friends with some leadership yeah. from that area as well. Yeah. And that was their concept. Not whether I agreed with it or not, but that was how they yeah, thought about absolutely. it. Absolutely. We're reinvesting. Yeah. Hoping that it will continue. And there were that they came under fire a lot for that kind of stuff. Uh, they had probably the most beautiful campus I'd seen. Coolest one I've ever seen. I don't know sure. if their there's... sanctuary wasn't very nice, but it was cool. No, but their chapel was the nice. It's the nicest chapel still to this day. I think I've ever seen on a church. It's campus. funny. I was going to say chapel. that was the part that was the made the least sense to me because that, that the pretty sanctuary much used, was cold and that the chapel was purely for weddings. Yeah, because at that point it was so small they yeah. couldn't hold services. And there. the sanctuary was like a gym, like a gym, cold. Bare black. gymnasium vibe. Every wall was black. And the chapel was this craftsman style, gorgeous, and I mean like exposed giant beams. The whole thing cost Stained a fortune. Yeah. Oh, oh, just yeah. like the best of everything you've ever seen. Purely for weddings. And it's all they used it for. It's I don't. I don't mean this in a negative way, but was that because that was a moneymaker? They invested and created something different and special because it does you, seem like the chapel was and after. size. It seems like the chapel was built yeah. after. And I think yeah. that I think that when you scale something up, so a sanctuary that seats thousands. Oh, thousands. Yeah, thousands. Yeah, like five. Let's say five thousand. A sanctuary right. that seats five thousand. Wow. Maybe let's say two. That's Maybe a big it gym. Nah, it was it's huge. Like two or three. Yeah, two or three. Um, 
in order to scale decorative things to that size, you're not. It's not. It's incomprehensible the cost. It's like you have the wells sanctuary. There. Yeah. The wells old sanctuary was the same way, just smaller than that. Hundred percent. It was just this big giant looking gym. Yeah. Paint the walls black. Have you seen the new one? Yeah. I've not been there. I haven't been inside yet. I really want to. Yeah, we should all go on a Sunday. Uh, we should. It's we good should. call. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that was a that's a that's a decision that you almost have to make as you go. Well, I'm we're gonna we're gonna build this giant room. Mm-hmm. We'll make it kind of nice, and they did. It was you know it was fine, but. With a chapel, you can really yoke that thing out and decorate it. And I mean, again, exposed beams on a on a fifteen hundred square foot place versus a freaking twenty thousand square foot place yeah. is way different. So, and we know that here, there's stuff we want to do that we're like, yeah, you just can't, you can't scale it to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have heard people complain about that. I think the idea of ditching a service because of that is stupid. You pick another church then. Right, like you have so many different places as, or, as a local expression. Talk to someone. Sure, yeah, but that's well, that's way that's too a, mature. Nobody's no. doing that. That that ditching a service. That you're you're looking for a short term fix for something that is going to be the same way when you come back. So that needs yeah. to be something where you address: Is this the community that I'm supposed to be a part of? But chances are, they're they're ditching. Is that first? Like, if we know first anything impression? about people, no, no, no. They're they're gonna go. They like it. You know what I'm going to start? When you start ditching, it's one foot out the door. Right. You're eventually just going to stop going. It's yeah. going to be your Christmas and Easter church. Uh, so if, you, if you're finding reasons to not go because yeah. of that, I actually, I get it. I also think that, that that's a little bit, it sounds terrible, but a little can, bit of a maturity thing at that point. I can understand still, like I've had friends in college who their family would go to X, Y, and Z church locally because... It's nice because it is nice. And yeah, like, and they absolutely. want to bring their friends. Like, hey, look at this nice church yeah. that we go to. Yeah. Isn't that a level of all of us though? Isn't there like a level sure. of church where like, oh, this is uh, actually totally. so dilapidated? You yeah. know what I mean? Or just it's just not. I like stuff that's not, in the process. I though. Can't, yeah, like I like bringing people to the cafe. Like we're working. It's on funny it. as I, I, I don't mind that either. I like I don't mind the, that like we're we're on our way, but we're also not going to take on a huge debt load in no. order to just make it nice today. Right. So we're right. taking and, our time, and we're not just we're not just fixing it up to fix it up. We're fixing it up because we do want people to feel comfortable, right? Just and like we do a ton of ministry outside to yes. bring people in. Bring for people sure. in. We're saying like yeah. it doesn't need to be gold walls, but we do want it not well, holes in the walls. You know what I mean? What's funny like, is gold walls might feel homey for some people. Yeah, if we patch the holes with gold that's right i wish there there was a way for me to zoom in on the gold wall behind you have you guys uh ever have you ever (laughs) walked into a church and thought that they were it was too extravagant just curious too extravagant no more size it's just too big i I was i was upset with the the guy i know walked us around mariners and it's funny looking back i didn't realize how annoyed he was but now i can see it because he would literally take us to a place and he would tell us how much it cost and how much debt they incurred because of it. So there was a parking garage that they did. A bottom structure. It was just a one. So, garage? But so they, they had they one. They had, a, they had a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And they built one tier up. And each, it was something ridiculous. I wish I could remember the number. I, but heard, like, I heard these numbers too. When you added like the. like 10000 a stall. It was like they added, it was like $10,000 per stall to add the second story. Not including the bottom floor, by the way. Okay, the so bottom floor was already there. Million dollar project. Well, well, over. More than, it yeah. was, it was, well, more. I don't know how because I think it was more than whatever it was. It was a huge, and it was just one. And he said, because the next tier up, the third floor was like 10 times that. It was like anytime you went up, it was it just grew exponentially. Did we go to, did we go to one of those together? 
We went to a Catalyst conference, I think we is did. what it was. Because Kegel was there and we saw his car there. Yes, we hung out with That's Kegel. where we were hearing That's all right. this. We heard all this information together. That's what it was. Because I remember we were there hearing some of this. So we'll move on here to yeah, the... so weird. Um, yeah, what's two? Cash, kind, or credit card donations. Like any other community, every faith institution requires funds to keep the lights on. But it's unsettling when the, left, when the soft hum of spiritual chants is interrupted by the ringing of cash registers. Those heartwarming tales from scriptures... Shouldn't be punctuated with reminders about the new online donation portal or the ease of monthly direct okay. deposit. Yeah, why? That's that's interesting. Um, I mean, I've heard it a lot over the years. I don't hear it very much anymore. I just hear it kind of like stigmas like this. I don't hear from many individuals who say it anymore. Not that it's not true. I just think churches may have kind of toned it down. Wait, a bit, what's maybe. the, what is it? What is he? The think? churches are always talking about money. Oh, always talking about money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were saying just the idea of, I don't know. It sounded like I'm like money collected. I don't know what it, it was weird. I, it was kind of like, I guess maybe the church they attended. I mean, obviously this had to come from someone's experience. So maybe they attended a church that constantly intermittently announced their by the way you know tithing uh, they didn't do one offering maybe they had multiple announcements i don't know uh, i i think they're just being flowery yeah because they in, don't they're, they're their, talking their, about like yeah. the end of worship you have your announcements and offerings, yeah. standard for churches yeah and so the thought that you went from this like this is really great worship now give us some money right is that just that idea and i think it's just the idea that churches uh have in the past and again i don't hear that that much anymore i hear it in articles like this which are usually from somebody who hasn't been to church in forever right? or people who haven't been to church in a long time. And they're like, oh, I stopped going because they always talk about money, which I'm like, I don't – if you went, I'd be surprised if you heard a church talk a lot about money anymore. We're, we're in the middle of a series on finances, mm -hmm. and, and we open every one with like – yeah, we, ne we probably talk the least about finances of any place yeah. I've ever been, which I even realized this Sunday, and I told everybody like – we might have be doing a disservice to you because Jesus talks about it constantly. A lot. Right. It's the Bible has it a lot, not because we want your money. It's because God makes it clear what money does to all of us. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he has to tell us all the time, like you, you're making this your God. Yeah. And when this is your God, when you serve money, if things get really out of whack in your life. He's just reminding us all the time. And so I'm kind of like. that's trying to compete with your relationship with God the most is money. So which is so weird to it. think about. It's, it's not the, anger. It's not hate. It's, it's money. It is money. 100%. Yeah. And it is the thing that divides people. Yeah. Uh, so I was uh, guest speaking at Rock Harbor, which is a church that's joined together with First Street. And uh, their lead pastor, Scott, is going to be joining our senior leadership team. He did the offering yesterday and i thought he'd said something he did a bunch of good stuff yesterday but one of the things he said that i thought was interesting he goes hey we're gonna pray a blessing on uh yeah. not just the offering but on your all, all yeah. the money he was, he if says, you were to ask all God of to, the finances yeah. which i think so. he's like it's weird to think that we're just asking god to bless the 10 percent that you're giving away and not bless the 90 percent that you live on yeah. yeah so i thought that was really cool because i told you the, the first time i heard him do it I, I went back and watched i think three i think i've heard four times of him doing offering I, he does offering better than any person I've ever heard. I, I'm like, I agree. It's, it's, it's the sweet. Every week, every week it's done differently. Yeah. He says something else. He, I was, I'm so taken back every time. I'm like, dude, I'm legit moved when he does offering. It's beautiful. It's he really does it good. so well. Yeah. So I can understand if they felt this way because you're at, I, I would think your, your thought process is, well, where's that money going? Right. Cause it's not the 
asking for money. It's like it's free will. You don't have to. Right. But where is that money going? Yeah. And it's like, well, if I know they're good stewards and they're going, oh, they're re, we're, we're going to work on a remodel for the children's wing because we want to open the preschool. You right. know, it's things of, the, of that nature. If I if that happened, and then over time I'm attending, and then I find out that the pastor just bought a, a private jet, and I'd be yeah. like, hmm. I told you that. What private. if you get to ride in the private jet? Then that is truly serving your community. There it is. Yeah. So what's funny is I would have totally agreed with you in the past. And I think a little bit differently now after doing multiple studies on giving. We've, you know, every year we try and do one, you know, little series on finances. Um, I hope that we all get to a place of my job is to give 10% to the storehouse. Mm-hmm not decide what they do with it. Sure. And, and I need to, the, the giving of money for me, that, that 10%, the tithe specifically, is more about me than where I'm even giving it. Mm-hmm. It's about me and God realizing I'm, because of this 10%, this is proving to you and to me that money doesn't not rule my, my life. Right. Well, and it's like, that, that's a weird place to get to. Where, and I'm not saying give it to some place that you know is doing something I bad. I think the bummer is this but, person may have left before they got that message. Oh, absolutely. It's one you're of the right. classic lines we've said for a long time is, if you're having trouble tithing here, go to a different church. Mm-hmm. Like, find a place. This is good for yeah. you. So if you're like, eh, it's you guys, well, then don't let us hinder that. Right. You right. Go yeah. to another church and right. give there. Right. Like, it's, it's, not a, it's not about us. It really is about you. And just finding that place. And all of our finances are public record. Yeah. You're, uh, you're not, not for profit. Next one is the sacred. These titles are interesting. Sacred Gossip Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of community news never hurt anyone. But when sacred halls become echo chambers for the latest scoops and scandals, it derails the Faith Express. Keeping up with the analogy. Remember Mrs. Robinson? She seems to know more about everyone than they do about themselves. If you're learning more about Aunt Susie's Susie secret tattoo than spiritual teachings, the balance tilted a bit too far it depends on what the tattoo is this is why i actually like this article because it was actually pretty it's well written yeah. it's kind of fun but this one i think is is one of the more valid this is the one where i went dude i agree I, I think churches everywhere. churches have a knack for becoming such close-knit communities and getting gossipy and i think that's real bad i think it's real i think it's one of the bigger this sounds cheesy but i think it's one of the bigger sins within the church that people don't really want to talk about, um, and don't and don't and don't, and don't think, think they're that big doing a deal. it. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're like, no, I'm no, just I'm just saying to pray you. for this yeah, guy. That's yes. one of the things that annoys me so bad. Using prayer requests as an opportunity yeah. to spill somebody's dirty laundry. That is messed up, man. That's, I guess it'd fall under bearing false witness. I don't think, and it's often too. Way. That's the sad well, part. But even if that, it's true, it's even, even if it's true, it's not okay. I think it's bearing false witness to someone like, like, hey, man, I shared this to you in privacy and confidentiality, and now you're saying this to someone else. I think if you, right. I think yeah. if the leadership is really firm on what the Bible says about going to people, and yeah, and uh, I think if you do that well, I can't tell you how many times in a organization, Christian organization, that I am the bad guy. Yeah. For telling people, no, Amen. don't let them come oh. tell this, us this right now. They're like, no, no, they just want to tell you past months. I'm like, no, no, have they gone through uh, the Matthew process and talking to a person? I said, we're not putting that person on blast. We're not going to gaslight that person because right. you haven't done the, the work to go talk to them. Right. So that's happened so many times where, like, literally I got in a fight with a board, uh, my board at one church I was at, where I'm like, no, this is wrong. 
like yeah. biblically wrong. Like, so yeah. I'm not going to do this. They haven't gone through these other steps to just talk to this person. Yeah. Follow the biblical model or shut up. That's it. And yeah. so, and the board's like, no, no, you're the but pastor. The kid. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> when we, when you and I first merged back at the old building, uh, it was a multiple times a week thing that I remember doing of people would come to me and be like, hey, I don't like this. And so they were coming with a genuine complaint that something had changed because whenever you merge churches, things change. Right. So people would come to me and say like, I don't like that this changed. And I was like, interesting. Like, why did it change from this to this? And they would say, well, he, and they would start and I would, it, it was funny because it did not win me too many points at first. It was really good in the long run. But I would say, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to hear who did what. You can tell me the what. Yeah. You can tell me the reason it changed. Don't tag someone on there. And they were always like, well, no, because it's just, and I'm not. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I would tell them, it's not for you. This is more for me. Right. I don't want to have all these ideas because the way you're painting this person is obviously right. very, very negative. Right. And for me to pretend like that's not going to affect, I'm like, I don't want to hear any of it. And we did it so often that eventually people are like, well, I'm not telling them anything. And I'm like, thank you. Good. Right. Go to that person. That's all we need to happen. Right. And that, luckily, I think that's where we are I now. more pretty, people pretty well. would like to know that, but it does affect the, the people in leadership. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and How leadership, if they, leadership stops it, it stops becoming a cultural norm. Mm -hmm. I was in college, and some girl made an accusation of like uh, – about me and Lisa or something like that. It was like one of Lisa's friends. A very accurate oh, yeah. accusation. Yes. So, Eyewitness. <laughs> and so uh, I was a, I was a, a RA, and so my boss came to me and said, I'm, I'm new in the faith. I mean, I really am. I'm a sophomore. I haven't been a Christian that long at yeah. the time. And he comes to me and he's like, so-and-so said this. I go, why'd you listen? This is the dean of students. Hmm. He goes, what? I go, she said something not true about me. Why didn't you just tell her to come confront me about yeah. it? And he's like, well, I mean, so I'm like, no, no, there's a biblical model. This, this is my boss at the time and yeah. the dean of students. But I'm like, but I know the Bible. So why did you listen to her? Yeah. Like now, now you've got uh, something thinking about me that you don't even know if it's true because she didn't go through the process. Yeah. And if she came to me first and I didn't listen, then go to you right. and you can come to me. She just came and said something that she never said to me or Lisa. Yeah. And, uh, and so obviously we have found out we were completely guilty and I kicked out. Yeah, no, it happens. We were uh, obviously found innocent, but I was so mad at him. And I just remember being like, I'm a student learning the Bible here. You're the dean of students. Yeah. And you don't know this process of the Bible? I, and I think this is what happens in a church is that you, you hear something and you're like, oh my gosh, that is bad. We got to do something about that. I mean, I, I'm still guilty of this. Like if I, when I hear stuff, I'm like, dude, call that person right now and let's just clear it up. Because I don't want things to fester. Slap his child. And then, slap, slap his kid. Child. And then it's funny because I'm like, that's even skipping the step of uh, maybe just tell that person to deal with it. And sometimes those people are like, look, I'm not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Then, and there are some reasons why they shouldn't do it. There's but that's pretty rare. So yeah. rare. Most of the time, it's like, although there have been times too where we've heard that people have done that, where they go to the person and you're like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. You, not only should you not have gone to that person, you should have just never said anything ever. Never let that out. Yeah. Tact. Like that's a thought you had. That was a bad thought. You can yeah. come to us and say, hey, I have an issue with the person. I'm not going to say who. I need some advice on how to handle on this. how to handle it. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Like give me some, yeah. Like, that's great. fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. This next point is reiterating on the money thing. Ticket to heaven, anyone. Generosity has always been a cornerstone of many faiths. 
Yet there's a stark difference between voluntary contributions and feeling like you're paying an admission oh, fee for divine blessings. That's you're funny. Fine, when fine I when way. I read, I just read the title of that one. I thought it was saying that you had to go to church to be saved. But oh, this one's talking about no, money. Yeah, also, it says every time you reach your wallet, wondering about the returns on your spiritual investment. All right, it's like Th- that one's dumb. If you think that salvation is that, tied to money, if you go to a Catholic church, right. though, that oh, where you're, you're kind of. Uh, <laughs> <what's up? laughs> <laughs> you're buying you're buying candles for the next day. one uh, there's some stuff like that you're paying for things I, i've never it's so right, funny because right. the candle one i i'm always like you know the gorgeous cathedrals you know the yeah. ones in london and stuff and they they're selling the and they're not super expensive i'll say that yeah. they're not like gouging people for these and i i always think like i know they have to cover the cost of these candles but i don't like that you're telling somebody they should do something and then selling it to Charging. them i'm always like Unless if, if there were a sign that literally said like this is the actual cost of the candle, I'd be like, I feel better. It, I, I would feel better knowing that you're not making anything on that candle right. for some reason. Well, I don't especially know why. also if you're saying like it's purgatory, like you're helping to bring saying. relief to your loved one who's suffering in eternity. That is that crazy. is crazy. That, that's bigger. Right? Yeah, that's a bigger conversation. That yeah. is uh, right. sacredness lost in construction. Innovation is excellent, Listen. and adapting to the times is commendable. But priorities might have shifted in your church or temple starts. Pardon me. Priorities might have shifted in your church or temple starts resembling a trendy cafe more than a place of worship. <laughs> They've been to our church. Yes, everyone <laughs> loves a good cup of Joe. Hey. But when caffeine gets more attention than the creator, it's time to brew over the real purpose of these spaces. This is. This is. I like the wordiness. I know. This is what I said. That's why I like this. There's article. a sass in this. I think there is some validity to that. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and I, this is not a defense of our church. I th- I like that we had individuals step up and do it, like for a lot of our stuff right. versus the church's funds. There are times where I'm like, yeah, but when stuff gets run down to a point, it, it's insane to not like the the building when we moved into this place was in shambles. Yeah. I mean stuff was falling down. And so you have to do that. And then there there is a real conversation that you have in the same way that you have it in your own home. We have to fix this. We can fix it for the bare minimum and still have a building to meet in. We could spend a little bit more and make it a really comfortable place that people mm-hmm. will feel invited into and comfortable in. Yeah. And then there is the we could spend a fortune. So you're like Okay, so where in there do you decide? And there's no hard answer, right? You go to the Spirit, you pray, you get consensus of your your people and say, this is what we're thinking. How do you guys feel? And you're probably going to offend somebody. I think that's the crazy part. Because I think the most churches I know that have built some sort of a cafe or food court or something like that, the intent was not to get you to go to church, was to get you to hang around church. So that you'd actually spend time more believers. It's good for community. Yeah. They're making an investment in your well-being. Yeah. I've never heard him be like, once we open up this coffee bar, right. then we're going to be like, no. It's, it's not really, a bait and switch. No. It's, yeah. it's a benefit to the people. Yeah. So when you're saying like, uh, you know, the losing the purpose of the creator, like, no, you're actually getting people to connect with each other and to love each other and to spend time. Like, don't run out of church. Yeah. Hang around. I've spend heard, some time together. I've heard a lot of conversations of we want to build this because hopefully the people will come to like – the cafe, and then the church will grow because of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that conversation a lot, sure. which I'm like, I don't even know if that's necessarily horrible. Right. You know, I, still, there's still the point of that they'd meet Jesus yeah. through the coffee. Bar. And I think right. we can justify virtually anything. But I think the, I think the importance of it is the connection to the people. So like the people you have work in the bar, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't want, there's obviously a, 
a time and place. If someone feels called to serve and they're like, hey, I want to serve at the coffee bar. I'm like, yeah, that, I, I think you're in the right spot. I think that's good. Let's yeah. do it. You know, it's not every single person who wants to do that. Right. And um, there's, I spend some time at a coffee shop and it's like, I don't know if the people working are Christian or not. I just don't. Just in the their, yeah. the interaction yeah, and stuff, yeah. but it's I'm go, I'm not going there for that. I'm going there for coffee and have a place to read sure. and, and and work. So um, I can understand it. Understand yeah, it. it's yeah. a funny one. Another one Floyd, where you're like, any thoughts on that? I don't know if he would leave because of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I the only thing that I heard is Josh doesn't think everybody's qualified to volunteer at the coffee bar. They're not. What, yeah, yeah. Well, not at our, our coffee bar. You have to meet Anybody Josh's. You have to meet Josh's standards. They're pretty high. Those are pretty high standards. There's a reason you asked me to make your coffee and not make it yourself. That's a good point. Crystal it's, makes it's me coffee almost every Sunday. They're doing a good job. They're doing a great uh, job. Next one is the rock star pastor syndrome. Uh, they have been to our church. Leadership <laughs> in faith is about humility, guidance, and walking the talk. But eyebrows inevitably rise when the, your pastor seems more comfortable on a red carpet than at the altar. It's one thing to be popular and another to bask in the limelight. The congregation needs spiritual guidance, not a performance. I think I think that's a it sounds bad, but that's probably the best reason so far to not go to the church. I'd be like, all right. And even at a small church, by the way, because you become a local rock star. Absolutely. So you could be a church of 50, but still like these 50 people worship you like you're amazing. And I do think that our model combats that naturally. I think that I think by having yeah. two non-talented people yeah. that actually helps two yeah. not stars. Yeah. Not stars. Yeah. Um, curiously, not a, I didn't mean that curiosity, not appreciated here. Uh, spiritual journeys are personal and filled with questions. It's the quest for answers that deepens faith. However, if your genuine inquiries, inquiries are brushed aside or met with dismissive retorts, it stunts spiritual growth. Yeah. That, spiritual growth. Yeah. That's, Wait, so you skipped on to the next question. You went on to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, let's just make one more comment. Yeah. So we're going oh, yeah, to Willow. Uh, they they called it the bullpen. So when service was over, this was the rock yeah, star one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bill Hybels waiting, waiting. You waiting? It's a long line to go just talk to Bill Hybels. Now, first of all, that's just mathematical. You have yeah, thousands of people. Exactly. One guy who preached. Yeah. They're gonna wait to talk to him. And he's making himself available to talk to anybody. He is did impressive. that every single week. Because I know a lot that's of guys awesome. who he stood don't. down and waited and did not have a handler. Yeah. Who would be like, okay, we need to get Bill out of here. I know a lot of guys with way smaller churches that wouldn't talk to anybody. This is at their peak too. I mean, there's yeah. twenty thousand. It's pretty people. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That actually reminds me of when I was on the cruise with uh, with Tony Evans, uh, his group, uh, Urban Alternative or Urban Alternative, and our agency was managing the cruise. And I was, I was shocked at how um, much he got paid. Yeah, how inviting and how naturally kind mm. and patient. I remember when I picked him up. We, I literally, no, I picked them up from the airport. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You're not so heavy. Come on, Tony. Tony. Um, him and his wife, and uh, I, you know, I asked for a suitcase and everything, and he has his briefcase with him, and it's, and he's like, oh, I can, you know, I got, I got my hands, I can carry it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of you. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we get on the ship. Everyone wanted to talk to him, even people who weren't with the group. There were staff who wanted to talk to them. So him, Priscilla Shire, who was in the war room, his daughter, and his son is a gospel singer, Anthony Evans. And they all, and his wife Lois, they all spent more time talking with people, listening to them, sitting with them. We only had the ballrooms for a certain amount of time. Yeah. The staff would come to me. I worked as an ambassador to the crew. And they would come to me saying, hey, we have an event coming up in, in a half hour. We need to clear this room out. Mm. And I said, I'm sorry. Tony Evans is still sitting 
kneeling on a, on a chair listening to this woman as she's crying and telling her story. And there are people lined up and they're waiting too. Mm. And I think that was evidence. I didn't even on the cruise with them. Yeah, and that was evidence of mm. his leadership was his yeah, people no, were patient enough to wait to yeah. talk to him. Well, you yeah. told me a story too about there was a staff member that didn't get to attend any of the conference. Yeah, she, and, oh, she was the sweetest thing ever. And she memorized our drinks and our names and everything. And uh, she was Christian. They have chapel down on one of the lower decks. And she says, I love Priscilla Shire, I love the war room, I'd love to meet her, but I, I work all the time. Mm. They, uh, before we went offshore, uh, I don't remember which port, it's not important, but uh, they actually all met with her. They knew her name. Um, she actually had books that she gave out at the conference and she gave her one sign and they prayed with her and they sat with her probably an hour. Mm. Wow. An hour. That's awesome. And and she was in the midst of like cleaning up her coffee. She worked the coffee bar by herself. She was a rock star. Mm. And uh, that, that rocked me. That was uh, so much selflessness and service yeah. to people they've never met. And people who are not going to yeah. contribute or tie to their church or attend. It's just, they're just really serving people. I'm, I'm amazed that that's the exception to the rule. That blows my mind when you talk about celebrity yeah. in yeah. general. Yeah. And I've never understood it because I'm always like, you are annoyed with the people who made you. Yeah. And I think it's probably a little bit less in the world of like Tony Evans, like a religious world. But still, I'm like... Yeah. You don't have fame or popularity or wealth. All the things that you love in right. your life, you have none of it without these. All people. of your goals. Yeah. So you're you're gonna ignore. I don't care how tired you are after an awards show. Right. You freaking stand uh, there for hours. They're the people that made you. The there was a video of Dave Grohl. People were asking yeah. for his signature, and I actually love his position. I agree with it. Um, he said, Hey man, I'm only going to sign something, brother. If you're, if you're going to do it for charity. Yeah. And cause everyone, they, cause the they're comments, all selling their the stuff. Comments were ripping him apart. You don't have yeah. the time. And I said, guys, are you not reading yeah. into the context of what's happening? Yeah, yeah. People were taking things he signed and selling them online yes, for their own always. personal gain. Yeah. yeah. And he says, well, if you're going to do that, I know people are going to do that. I'll do it. If you, if you sell it for charity. Right. And. I understand people are going to miss out so on that opportunity. advanced lying in, in his concerts. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is immediately getting donated to whatever organization you want. Right. <laughs> Dave. Dave, that's what I'm doing. Uh, you yeah. got me. Uh, you were saying about, oh, I forgot, so go ahead and move on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take time. To <laughs> that, sure. That's a big one. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think that's one, the better one. So, the next and one is this the, one is probably the next best the one. curiosity not appreciated here. Basically, yeah. just uh, shutting people down when they have questions yeah. or want to open conversation, which is something that I think was – new for me here was That's the so fireside theology just yeah. having that it is unique here yeah i hear stories it's, it's, it's just it's not like this anywhere else no and the, the other churches i worked at even from a staff member like i was one of the like pastors they didn't want me asking questions and i'm like i'm sorry this is like my organization too like i'm getting I'm a. I work here. I'm a I pastor. work here, so uh, I like this place I represents me, and I represent it. I, I serve the same Lord you do. It was crazy to get shut down and be like, I'm, and I, you know, I have such a easygoing demeanor that I would just mm -hmm. not push yeah. back. Yeah, but it was like because I would, I do that would inf that infuriates me. What do you mean? Don't so the fact that a congreg like a congregant who has a genuine question about their faith, I'm like. How do you not leave air for that? I, like, I will say not leave space for that. Every job I've had was open to it, and now I realize it. YFC, my YFC director, area director, was totally fine with, like, questions. And yeah. then 
even my conservative Baptist church, first job I had as a, he was also very confident in himself. That I think is also part of it. Some leaders get threatened real easily. So that's been, I think that's the biggest distinction. The first place I worked, which is the biggest church, they were the biggest church in town. I mean, they were everything. And the lead pastor there, GL Johnson, that dude knew God real well. Yeah. And so when I asked him anything, he's like, let's talk. And he would sit, we would yeah. sit and actually have conversations. Mm -hmm. And then other places I've worked, it's like, you could tell there's insecurity there. Yep. So any question was a challenge when, and when you're a kid, it, you, it, I probably said it wrong, to be honest. I probably asked questions in an arrogant way. I probably said things that were stupid, but still I'm like, no, this isn't about you. I'm asking about the organization part of right. this, but he felt like it reflected on him. Mm -hmm. So there was, yeah. it was very defensive and it was very confusing. With, very a, with Walt Peacock, who was the lead pastor I worked as the youth pastor, I could Walt ask Peacock. Him, yep, Walt that's a great name from Georgia. That's a TV name yeah. right there. So Walt Peacock, I could ask him anything, and he, first of all, he was just super smart. He had a PhD, just a brilliant guy, and I'd ask him things that would go against the theology of what he, they're teaching. Yeah, and he would present it in a way that wasn't shutting me down. Yeah, and he'd even be like, "Well, you know," he's like, "Well, biblically, this would be like I asked about tattoos. This is like." Back in the day, I'm like, bodies of temples. I'm, like I'm doing research on tattoos. So I yeah. thought my my gut was go to the guy who will absolutely tell you why you shouldn't get a tattoo. Yeah, he's most against the Bible. it. Most against it. So he's my first. He's my first stop. Yeah. I go to me. He goes well. Biblically, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, I think culturally might be a bad testimony, but this is very even-handed. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how a tattoo would look for a Christian, but he's like, but biblically, and he went through this whole thing, and then so I asked him about divorce another time again. This is like a church. You yeah. don't get divorced. One yeah, step away right. from the Catholics. Yeah. You don't get divorced. You're he's like, well, he's like, well, he's like, well, the divorce is the sin. He goes, the remarry part. He's like, you can get remarried. Like he went through this whole yeah. thing. And again, I was very impressed with him. He wasn't shutting me down. He was having a conversation with me. And isn't that the best, the best answers? I'm not going to tell you what to do. I will tell you what the Bible says, some of which is open to interpretation. Let's be mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. But some of which is pretty cut and dry and clear. Yeah. Here's what the Bible says. Now... Here's from my standpoint, the perception that maybe your culture, your family, your environment might have that it might be different. And so it's the whole thing to where it's like, specifically, that's not a sin, but it might cause your brother to stumble. It might actually give you a bad uh, testimony. Yeah. And like, those are real things to consider. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a, it's a great example in Proverbs yeah. 27, yeah. iron sharpens iron. It's, it's 27, 17. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sharpening. The, the leader and the person asking. A lot of sharpening happening. A lot of sharpening. Get to the point. Floyd, uh, thoughts? Okay, good. One-sided sermons. Religion in, his, in its essence is universal and inclusive. When sermons start veering towards exclusivity or bias against certain groups, they chip away at the foundation of universal love and acceptance. Every congregation member should feel seen, heard, and valued, not left out of the spiritual conversation. Uh, so... Right. I mean, there is, doesn't, isn't that a spectrum, right? Isn't there inclusivity in John three sixteen? God loves the world. Yeah. Right. But then it starts to move towards like this idea of John fourteen six. I'm the way the truth. That's the spectrum. I'm yeah. the way, the truth and the life. No mm -hmm. one comes to the father except through me. Right. So all of a sudden in preaching scripture, you're, somehow including everyone and yet at sometimes excluding everyone. I, I'm sure they're talking about subgroups where like you're being negative towards political 
uh, ideologies, something like LGBTQ or something like that. I think they're talking about that. But there is this weird I've heard spectrum, I think, that you deal with as a preacher. The question that's come up between people who have attended and people who, who lead, um, it's like, do you think the church is for non-believers or believers? Yeah, you're, you're right that that is a... And that's what I think about with that. And yeah, what yeah. even... Uh, what is the tr- the Sunday service for? Right. Because some people will view that as that is to uh, reach out and for non-Christians to, to meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. Other people think it's for believers to kind of get refueled and go back into the mission field. Right. So, which is interesting because then we all have different perceptions like of that. But right. that's, it's true. Willow got beat it's up like for being yes. secret sensitive. They created that title. Yeah. Like, whoa. What but it's yes about? for both. Which, like, which is funny because even they in their own admission, went too far in the seeker-sensitive uh, at times and went, oh, we should, you know, can't were, get too they stupid. They were redacting some things. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but here's the deal. I don't, that makes me like them more. Because right. I'm like, oh, you mean you tried some stuff and then you, you got, maybe got a little away from you and then you went, hey, hey, hey let's correct a little bit. Do you mean you're a human? Right. In fact, you're probably a wonderful human to even see the mistake of the route that you started to go down. Well, and, and, and then, then admit bit. it. It's great. The, the fact that you could admit that you messed up yeah. and went too far, and so now you get to pull back. And they'd even, I think tell, that's they'd even tell you when you went to Willow, when they had those secret sensitive services, they'd say, just so you know, this is not everything. You need to come back on Wednesday or Thursday night for a new community, and we're going to teach the Bible for an hour at in depth. It's like what we're saying. They'd always say it's like a step. They always said that. Yeah. So it was like they were balancing it. Even if you didn't like it, they were at least saying, well, there's a philosophy. You come here on Sunday morning. We're going to introduce you to Jesus. Come back on Wednesday and Thursday night. We're I wonder if they um, were if they if you worded it differently for people, because I think the people who would push back against that are like, well, that's not a church. And you go, OK, so call it something else. What if we just called it the Sunday gathering? Right. And we all this all this is for is to introduce people to Jesus. And then we're pushing them to the other churches that are on Wednesday and Thursday right. and Friday nights like. If it's just a verbiage thing, because the yeah. truth is you get to decide what every gathering is going to happen in your church. And I think we're always trying to figure that out, too. Yeah. Like, I, I want yeah. our church to to teach and help Christians to grow. But we have a lot of non-Christians. Every, we, had more hand, we had hands go up this weekend yeah. where it's like I prayed this prayer for the very first time. They accepted oh, Jesus wow. for the very first time right. every week for God knows how long. Somebody has accepted Christ on a Sunday morning. Yeah. So you have to know every other if you're pre- right. You have to know when you're preaching. Like I'm preaching to both. I'm preaching right. to somebody who does not know Jesus, and I'm preaching to somebody who's been a Christian for forty yeah. years. Right. I, I think that I think the model in Scripture, and, and I think we we try to do this not because we're right. I think the model in Scripture is Jesus is teaching the word, right, into to to the Jews, and to but then he's saying, and everybody's invited. It's a yeah. both and. So you're like, this is what the kingdom of God is like. Everybody's invited. I think on Sunday morning, you're like, hey, believers, this is what this looks like. And then you realize there are people on the outside of that conversation. And you're saying, hey, you're invited into this. No, you've been listening to all this. Is this something you want to be a part of? But on top of that, he he left the 99 to chase the one. Yeah. Very irresponsible. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) What happened to the 99? You guys are fine. Uh, Micromanaging the masses. Guidance, yes. Overbearing rules, no. Thank you. No, thank you. When you place, when your place of worship begins to feel like a strict boarding school for ever-growing list of do's and don'ts, it's suffocating. Yeah, that's a good one. There's more, but that's yeah. no, that's that's valid. I, I think uh, I'm, a, I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I even okay. felt like on on Sunday, even just talking about finances, I'm like, uh, we're not telling you to give money. That's not what this is. We're just telling you what the Bible says. We're telling you the pros and the cons. Like, and so, but it is a funny. I even thought like. 
I think it's weird when churches even say like, you know, don't give to that organization. Don't don't shop there. Oh, that happened. Churches say that. Oh gosh, it happened a lot in the nineties, man. Yeah. Also, who to vote for? There was there was, was, there was a lot. Big on what TV to watch or uh-huh. not watch. There was even a the lot Church of you vote with your dollars. Yeah, you guys are drinking a lot of beer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You vote with your money. Dry wine. So so it's like if you're voting with your money, and then it's like we want to make sure that you're voting right correctly, like. This store, I mean, that happened last year. This right? is evil. Target. Don't shop at Target. Target. Don't, that, don't that was go to huge. Disney. Oh, don't um, don't drink ahead. Bud Light. Like yeah. we did it. Uh, churches did it well, a ton. We didn't like. do it ever because I'm like, you're a you're an adult. You figure out what you want to do with your money. Here's that's between says. you and God. Here's Here what, what the, Scripture says about a bunch of things. Now apply that. Yeah, and we we never spoke specifically to those things because part of me is like. I don't. I don't know if that's you like our target. role. Uh, I have the no. I have the biggest. I it's too expensive. Have, yeah. that's my only thing. Yeah. Don't shop there because you can get the same thing for cheaper at Walmart. Be smart with your finances. This is being a good steward. Well, the other part too is. Like, I mean, it's close. I've never been a big fan of. I'm using less gas. <laughs> like this big corporation's bad. The other one's good. I'm like, but oh, are it's they? Insane. Are yeah, they good? Yeah. Like, are, I mean, like, that's how I feel about the political sides when people start bringing up morality. I go, oh, it, yeah. Vote the the. Uh, the policy, but because if you're voting morality, you should just go to an island by yourself. Yeah. Right? Like these aren't moral institutions that we've no. set up. Like I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. No. One of them might support your beliefs more. Fine. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's not try and pretend like one is good and one is bad. Right. That's insane to me. Yeah. Um, next one here is where's the hug when you need one? If faith were a person, it'd be the type to always offer shoulder cry on, or an ear to vent. Faith should uplift and offer solace. Uh, however, some religious spaces have become hubs of judgment where pointing fingers is more common than extending right. hands. Sure, and I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 I feel like you go to churches, they want to hug you more than you want to. So go ahead. <laughs> Peace, too. I was just going to say, all right, they, they get kind of hug you. I feel better. better. <laughs> I always love someone getting hugged who doesn't want to be hugged. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, on yeah. Sunday, that happened. Somebody walked by and was like, hi. And they were like, really, they were like, oh my gosh, hi. Which to me is like, hug me. And I go in for a hug. They freaking cold fished it. And I went halfway in. I was like, oh. And I did a one pat. And I was like, I'm out. Because they did. But I'm like, you started it. Yeah. You did your arms out. You started it. It was, dude, it was genuinely funny. We have a girl, Melissa, at church. uh, Not girl. She's just short. Uh, She's a a woman. Yeah, she's Lisa's friend. But anyways, I put a hug on her all the time because she hates it. She does. She is fun to hug. I'm always just like, I'm just like, this is happening. This is happening. (laughs) Your Amazon notifications keep popping up. Did you really buy another lighter? Oh, yeah. Have you seen two, actually? Two more light, Two lighters. I meant to bring. (laughs) Another one just popped up. I meant to bring in. They were just delivered. I meant to bring in one of them. Are they table lighters or are they like? Oh, my new one's super buddy. good. I'll bring it in. It's really fun. Uh, it's kind of steampunkish. Leaders taking detours. Okay. Yeah, you got to read the track into that one. Oh. Religious leaders, are like guiding stars, lead the flock. But stars can fall too. When these leaders make personal missteps or veer off the righteous path, the ripples affect everyone who looked up to them. It's disorienting and makes people question their path and sometimes even the destination. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is more like yeah. moral failures. Yeah, then, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This yeah. No, they're, they're just... more like AI wrote this. <laughs> it's starting to get a little weird. AI... Right? It's starting to be like AI. Because yeah. tr- you ever see AI do some like flowery stuff, try to be clever like this? Right, yeah. right. It's starting to feel like AI. Right. That, that one's like, yeah. That's terrible. Well, they missed the analogy here. They said wolves in holy clothing. 
It's AI for sure. Sheep clothing. No, it's it's AI it's for it's sure. More more. That last one, I'm like, this is AI. Yeah, you nailed it. Good job. Um, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Moral. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, confused by the commandments, religious teachings should be a guiding light, not a puzzle that leaves you scratching your head. However, different interpretations can appear, which can muddy the waters. Imagine lighthouse whose light flickers unpredictably. Sailors struggle to find their way. And similarly, followers grapple with understanding their spiritual direction when teachings lack clarity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that's – you're just talking about – I mean, that's – yes. You're sure. now bringing up things well, like – Well, this is kind of rehashing one of the earlier ones, too. It feels they're like kind of, yeah. kind of they, like we're getting the same – 18 is probably too many. Too many. I was just going to say, I think we now know that Yeah, AI these are repeating this. all about the aesthetics. And some are super valid. Lost in translation can be sure. um, yeah. a challenge, but that's what community's for. Right. All right. And reading other translations. Yeah, so that was fun. That was good. Literally about translations. But that's it was a couple of it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. That was good. I think there's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. It, it was, was good. Fine. It was good theme. Yeah, it was, it was fun. thematic all day. Yeah. yeah. Other than that really crazy start. I don't even remember the story. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Guinness. Would oh, you Guinness, rather? Yeah. Would you rather receive five million dollars, or have a five-minute conversation with God? Five million dollars. That's, oh, that's legitimately fast. on Reddit. Yeah, that was a Reddit question. Thought, five minutes. I mean, what were the answers feels on Reddit? Short. I didn't. I just five was grabbing them. Oh, if you could find it, send the link. I want to see the, what people say. Yeah. What? But there's no. Okay. It was the, it was the first one on Reddit today. Let's let's do let's do your answers first. Well. Uh, five mil or five men? It's harder to get a wealthy man into the kingdom of heaven than through a camel through the eye of a needle. Yeah, no, that's real. That's not an answer. That's real. Uh, yeah, but what if you blow the five million real quick and then you're no longer wealthy? Oh, nicely done. Yeah. Hey, got, yeah. finding loopholes with God is perfect. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's at that. That's right. how you get a conversation with him. Here's the best part. Like, yeah, I'm gonna talk to God. I'm like, maybe I can get some tips on the stock market. Yeah, yeah. He's God, not what, giving you what any stock's of that. gonna blow right. up? Yeah. I had a, a fun conversation with somebody after Sunday's sermon. Who was like, we were joking about the like, there, there's a prayer that Solomon prays. It's the, the don't give me too much or too little prayer, which I'm like, I'm terrified to pray that prayer. That's the, you're the coolest. You're, I just think you're so special if you can pray that prayer with really sincerity. Do you think it's difficult for you to, to say that prayer? Absolutely. Say it again. It is for me. Say it again. Uh, don't give me too much or too little. Mm. And the too little part, I'm like, absolutely. I, I love praying that prayer. But the don't give me too much. Don't give me more. But it was the why behind the too much. Oh, no, no, no. He's right. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that. That's the Isn't correct. That, so that's scary. It's a good, if you contextualize that, then you realize God can give you a whole lot that's not too much because he had a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is right? interesting. But, I, I but laughed like, that it was Solomon of all the like, like, So what's the too probably much? Probably the wealthiest dude but it in must all have of history. All, yeah. It must have been too much. You know, because why else would he have the wisdom to ask that, to pray for that? But also, and, and remembering that he did, wisdom was his thing. Right. And so I don't know if there could be a too much for somebody that wise. Although it's not like that guy was perfect. No. He messed up. He had to be. He did mess up a lot. So maybe yeah. it was too much. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was more of just that like, Lord, why have you given me so yeah. much? <laughs> my concubines and my gajillions of dollars. I think it's power. because when I think about too much, I would. I would ask that. I'm almost positive that we all have too much. Yeah. Like that's, and I'm like, so to me, it's like, so you need to, so God needs to take some of the stuff away from me, which he definitely has. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, you kind of have that well, realization and you're like, yeah. that's yeah. a, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it, anyway. Uh, 
So, are you thinking? I'm sorry. Is the context of too much speaking specifically just finances? Just anything. Okay. Because this is would you rather? I just, yeah. yeah, I was just. Talking I, about I I do. It's funny that you say that. I I because I think of the way that he says it. It's do not give me too little so that I steal and curse your name. Right. Don't give me too much so that I forget about you and and say where who is God. Yeah. So you think it's so, so I think it's more of a, a wealth than finances. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Five minutes or five million? Five minutes for sure. Are you saying face to face? Because yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. This oh, is. God. I thought that too. I was, I was like, like, I, I can have five minutes right now. Right now. Yeah. No, like you have a. There is an entity in front like of you. You and you. And well, Moses. then I go blind. But it's, then you don't melt. <laughs> yeah, you gotta okay. have it. It's Moses in the crevice, right? You don't melt away. Right, like, right. Was it? Who was it? I said. Burning bush. Who? Who's Isaiah? Was worried. Isaiah's yeah. Adams came apart. But it's no. There's no middleman of the. No, no, no. Bush. This is this is a bright light, and you get to sit. You know it's God. Everybody else would say that was God. And they then God speaks back. The light speaks back. I think back the fun to you. thing, the thing is, I'd take the five minutes, but it wouldn't feel like five minutes. What, what do you mean by Wait, that? Would it feel yeah, like probably a split second? I think in His presence, it'd feel like like a year. Oh, or a split second, or a split second. Okay, that'd be enough. So or wait, both. what are you picking? Dude, five minute conversation with God. Okay. What are you right. taking, Floyd? I'm taking the five minutes for sure because I think that <laughs> knowing <laughs> with certainty who you are in Him means yeah. more than any dollar amount you can have. Yeah, I would say uh, my my gut was the five million. <laughs> that was my gut. Uh, I don't get. But that, the man. funny part is the more I, I mean, I was just one with that. But yeah, my, for sure. The funny part was I really thought like, man, I remember when I first was like afraid of like got saved. I'm like afraid of the dark, and I'm afraid of demons. Now demons are out there, and I'm yeah. afraid of them. And I used to say when I'd walk around, I'm like, show me your face. I said I'm gonna be scared. I said, but then I'm gonna know what I believe is actually true. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna go from from believing to knowing. Yeah. That same concept, like, we will shift from believers to knowers. Yeah. Like, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you be like for the rest of your life with that kind of knowledge? And in line with That's your sermon crazy. yesterday, you know, we always want more. Yeah. I think I would want more after $5 million. I think after a conversation with God, I wouldn't. I so, think I might have a different view on money. Mm-hmm. Like oh, after you, five minutes I of God, I think I'll also be like, oh, money's life. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I know, I know that's, this is stuff that's attainable spiritually with the Holy Spirit, yeah. but there's something about going again. We always say we're sure. believers. You go to being a knower, you've talked to God, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh. It's the, this has come up so many times lately, but the, uh, I've been looking into the near death experiences a ton lately hmm. and the stories of the near death experiences and what they experience when they come back, they are so different change they i mean they walk through life as very different creatures because they know now what they're what awaits them on the other side so they come back and i'm like and that's probably still just a glimpse versus god god's presence sitting in front of you five minutes so the shift would be so drastic i bet i don't even know what i don't even know what i would ask I would actually I don't ask know what God to tell me to ask. <laughs> Five million I would really is... say, like, God, what should I be at? I don't know enough. I, I was I just going to say, I would I say, what is it that I need to know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I can't, when what's funny, he's going to be like, you know, I gave you a whole book of that. <laughs> and I'll be like, come on, give me something. Because I would, he I would throw the Bible at you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. All right. We have 30 seconds left, God. So, uh, you know, let's do a, let's do a spitfire round. Yeah. Would you JFK. rather? Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Like, let's go through all the different little things. Were there Elvis. dinosaurs? I want to see a dinosaur yeah, like, right how? now. How do yeah. the dinosaurs fit in Gosh. the timeline? You, you have to pick I five feel like minutes. five million is too small. Like if you were going to, to oh. someone. Oh, no. This is fun. 
What's the number that you go with money versus time with God? Well, I'm, I'm, we're saying this as people who believe in God and have faith in him. I think for to ask anyone, okay. I'd be like, like to an atheist, hey, would you want to actually find out that there is a true God, have five-minute conversation with him, or five million? I'd be like, true five God? Million? Like, what about 500? I don't know. You know. I think an atheist is probably more. Actually, they'd probably be more inclined. Because they're like, well, shoot, money. if you're going to prove it to me. Right. Because that's all they want is proof. No matter what number it is, they say. Yeah. I just think I five million is kind that of that point. Yeah. interesting. I don't, it's think like, it's a, a given. I don't think there's a number for me. I honestly I think either. a lot of times with money, you feel like, and this is just me, money, if I were to boil it down, feels like peace. And it's not. But that's the yeah. mindset. Like, you know, everything's taken care of. Sure. Talking it's what to the God money represents for sure. Is actually peace. Yeah. You're actually like, I'm true. Or, good. Or terror. Right. But I like that, like, it's like five million, 50 million, 250 million, a billion, five billion. Five trillion. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're the wealthiest Elon, person if you in the Elon world. Musk, how much would, of your wealth would you give to have this conversation with God? Yeah. I would be surprised if you didn't say, I'd give out all of it. It's weird to think that the right move would be like, well, we would give our I lives would live in, God. yeah, that's yeah. a solid point. But <laughs> I would live in poverty to get the, that five minutes. Be amazing. That's a weird realization when you kind of hit that and you go, I would live in poverty just to to sit with God for five minutes, even though knowing full well, I'm about to spend eternity with him. Yeah. Like the blink of an eye, right? Vexation right. of spirit is here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, but there would be something where you would just, I mean, you're just a beyond a different person. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it'd be crazy. It's I mean, so fun. I just think about the peace uh, oh. we have right now. And Jesus, like literally be able to go to sleep at night. is like, it's from Jesus. Yeah. Like to, to amplify that. Gosh. It's a hard evidence where you're like, oh my gosh. I, I really do wonder what you would do differently. Like, I'd probably would I have wife. any savings? Oh. For sure. Would, would you have any sav- savings? Or were you just like. I'd love somebody just take an opposite effect. I've talked to God. Now I'm getting a divorce. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm work abandoning anymore. my I'm children. I'm robbing people. Yeah. Doing <laughs> everything the church. bad. But like, like, oh, that's a weird response. <laughs> I wonder if you shift so drastically that you're like, oh, money has become so worthless. I gave it all away. I'm not wearing clothes yeah. anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just a lunatic. I no longer care about vanity. You're kind of, yeah, you're John the Baptist. You're yeah. just wearing yeah. animal skins. And everybody's like, dude, you just took ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was all. Out. You smoked a little weed. Not even that. You got second hand <laughs> from sitting in the room with us. You asked where the phone charger oh, was. That's awesome. Um, Okay, that was fun. Did we all awesome. choose? We all chose the right one. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. I don't see a way around well, that's it. That's still questionable, but yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, would you rather fight? <laughs> all right, I like this. Would you rather fight a hundred chicken-sized zombies or ten zombie-sized? It's like normal adult, uh, human size. Ten zombie-sized chickens. Just to be clear, you have no armor and no weapons. You got to fight them bare hands. It was ten. A uh, hundred Chick- chicken-sized oh, zombies. hundred chicken-sized zombies. And then ten zombie-sized chickens. First of all, chickens are vicious. Let's just I, start with I that. I think you lose either way. I don't see it. I don't see a win. A chicken? Because an ostrich kills people. Like, but easily. these are chicken-sized zombies. I know. That's well, what I'm saying. One bites you, you zombie-sized chicken. What? And so you got oh, one Oh, you have no leg armor. You one, have no one. armor. I don't. I. Th- this is why I'm saying. I think you lose every time. You'll get swarmed. At some point, you're getting scratched. First of all, yeah, zombies bit. don't have. Uh, they don't have that fear concept. So they just like bees. There's you no. Know? Yeah. There's no inhibitions. Right. They just. They just all no, attack at the same uh, time. Yeah. Hang on. I am wondering though. If they're slow walkers, 
Even though they're small, maybe they're not so fast. So slow walkers, I can never get, I can never find a weapon? Is that what we're talking yes, about here? no weapons. You wrote this. Uh, to be clear, you have no armor and no, no weapons. We got this. I got this for weapons. Can I, can I get on a building? You can do anything you want. <laughs> yeah. So can I, I get on a, a weapon? stool? We didn't I mean, put you in an arena. Stool. I didn't put they're you in an arena. Size. So never get, like, I can never find a weapon. Wait, it's always just get in a car and run them over. That's what, that's what no, I was that's thinking. They're chicken sized. But that's a weapon. Get a vehicle. That's a weapon. Cause I'm like, you could probably get away. Oh, uh, I, I think I, I think I think I'm still. No, I think I'm taking the zombies. Because I feel like I have a better chance than the chickens. If they're are they are they Dude, World War Z zombies or are they Walking Dead zombies? Even still, yeah. no, Walking size. Dead zombies are slow. They're yeah, and you size. could you it, could I, smash their head. I yeah, just but a hundred. I, I I think either way, I think I'm picking the the small zombies. Yeah, I just either think way. a six foot chicken. It's terrible. Ten of them. You're you're dead. You're eating. I think that's get, what I'm saying. And and, and they're fighting chickens because there's no escape as far as like they're I was just thinking they're gonna be just because I saw this lake. Oh so gosh. I'm like any a hundred hundred <laughs> the little guys <laughs> drown. I'm yeah I'm jumping in the water and just swimming. Get as many of them out as that because then as they pop out of the water, I can smash a few of them, and then I would you just think keep they're gonna doing float. It. I think some of them would get through because they'd climb on top of each other like oh, ants. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I just think I'm picking chickens every well, day. Well, if a zombie, though, like if it, if it doesn't die, they're just going to come up on the other side. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. slower. And, I think World and then War you just Z, boot it. One small one I crush. The World War Z zombies, you're probably faster than that still because you're just a gate. Your gate is bigger. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. You'd have to run, though. World You'd War have to Z run zombies. to get them somehow funneling down into one at a time. You have to bottleneck it. You yes. have to 300. The World War Z zombies exactly were yeah. the most, yeah, yeah. some of the most terrifying zombies yes. in movies. Well done. Those were well done. Yeah. But the giant chicken... Is that's, scary? that's a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. That, that I would just I would talons. the opposite. I would just crawl into a really small space. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Just far enough so I couldn't. I don't think you could. They just I don't, th- the back I don't of think your you could. Your I don't think you're faster than a six foot chicken. Yeah, I don't think you can I don't either. I don't think you can outrun it. Nope. I don't think I can outrun they a chicken. Little dinosaurs. They're normal size now. They're yeah. little dinosaurs. You basically just asked. Will we by the way, by the way, they can get velociraptors. They yeah, get that's what I'm right. saying. So like, now all of a sudden they're attacking oh, from above. I was just <laughs> thinking, like, at least with the, the the small zombies, I'm like, maybe I can, like, scuttle up something. And I'm like, not with a chicken. Not with a giant oh, chicken. Oh, no. They're going to get some buildings. flight. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're insane. Proportionally. You're in serious Ooh. trouble. You know what I would do? In that five minutes with God, I would ask him uh, which one I should take and how to, how to kill him. He'd be like, you're going to be with me very soon. <laughs> it, whatever you pick, dude, you're not making it. I'll be like, okay, cool. If I could, like, train one of those chickens. Oh, I like that. I think I'd have an advantage against the other What chickens. if you could train ten of the zombies? Mm, those chickens, how are you training a chicken in the middle of a chicken fight? Shh. <laughs> you just whisper. The other ones are pecking you in the head during this time. Stop. You're fine. That's and it. then it's like, yeah, it's like now you're my chicken. Oh, wait a minute. I just realized, have you ever seen how, to, how you draw the line in the, how they just, they pe- literally pass out and go catatonic with the chickens? Have you ever seen that? I haven't been around chickens enough. So there's all the, there's ways that uh, you take a chicken. It's actually the weirdest thing you've ever seen. My mother-in-law uh, did a different version of it where they go catatonic. And I mean like head limp. And and it's crazy. Maybe if I knew that ahead of time well enough, that's I might a big pick line. the chickens. It's like that's petting the belly of like an alligator. Dude. Is that kind of that? Yeah, dynamic? similar. And I mean, they literally are out. So oh, it's they like might. the person with sharks. They'd they put, like put them up on their nose. Yes, also the like, sharks. Yeah, sweep. if you tip, if you flip them, 
which is funny because I've always thought that was funny because I'm like, that's a docile shark you're showing me that on. Uh-huh. The one attacking me, I'm like, no, 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 flip over. Yeah. Flip no, over, no. just gone. Yeah. All right, well. All right, it's good. It's all terrifying, but I yeah. like it. All we right. solve nothing. We've... Thanks for joining us on You Won't Hate It. I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. I'm Floyd. I'm Joe.